0: Elon Musk is unbanning everyone. First, Donald Trump is unbanned. He has this Twitter poll. There's this really funny news clip where a guy says it wasn't the American people who voted. It was Russia. They, they, it, was, it was them. They got Trump reinstated. These people are starting to realize that their narrative was fiction and it was propped up by the machine. And now that regular people get to speak, hey, how about that? They don't actually like the weird world you live in. Not just Donald Trump, though. Project Veritas is back. James Lindsay is back. Marjorie Taylor Greene is back. But you know who's not back? Alex Jones. So we got to talk about all this Elon stuff because, uh, look, a lot of it's really, really good. Overwhelming net positive. But Elon Musk's refusal to reinstate Alex Jones is making him look like a hypocrite. And I know Elon understands this, so I kind of can't believe him when he says, oh, it's because I have no mercy for people who exploit children in this way for fame or whatever. Alex Jones was banned for making fun of Oliver Darcy. He wasn't banned for saying anything about kids or anything like that. So what's Elon talking about? Well, let's talk about it. The pros and the cons is a whole bunch of news to break down as it pertains to Twitter. Then, of course, we have over in Arizona, the attorney general is launching an investigation into election irregularities. And the assistant, AG, is refusing to certify the election. I have no idea what YouTube thinks of that. YouTube? What? No idea. I don't know. How do the rules? I have no idea. So we'll talk about it anyway. So uh, before we get started, head over to TimCast.com. Become a member. If you would like to support our work, click that beautiful Join Us button. Sign up. And as a member, you will help support all of our journalists. And you'll get access to the exclusive Uncensored Members Only show. We're going to have one of those coming up for you tonight Around 11 p.m., so don't forget to smash that like button, subscribe to this channel right now, and share the video. If you're watching on YouTube, take that URL, just post it everywhere you can. Word of mouth is the, is the best way to support us, and it helps us bypass the censorship, because sure enough, we're already getting people messaging us saying that there are no notifications, they're having trouble finding the video, so surprise, surprise. But, uh, you know, smash that like button. Joining us today to talk about all of this and more is Darren Beatty.
1: Great to be here. Thanks yeah. for having me. Who are you? I'm uh, the founder editor of a great news site called revolver.news, which has just published a really um, bombshell piece on the next FTX scandal, which I hope we'll have a chance to talk about. Yeah, is that Tether? Yes.
0: There's been a lot of talk about Tether for a while, but we'll, yes. we'll definitely get into that. That sounds very great. interesting. And uh, I'll also mention uh, the last episode we had you on was our biggest episode we ever did for a while. Until we had Joe Rogan and Alex Jones at the same time. But like, come on, like having those two guys at the same time, you know, that, that shouldn't count. Like having you as a single guest and getting, it was like 2.4 million views or something.
1: Right. You, you have to, you have to divide it in half for...
0: Actually, you know Jim. what? I can, I can tell you this. Actually with the live viewership and the VOD stuff cause we put on Rumble, it actually is still the biggest. There you go. Because we had it like, we had like 300K. So I think it's like, if you were to add the YouTube views from the day plus Rumble, it would be 200K more than the AJ... Uh, Rogan episode.
1: It's all how you count. That's how, it's all how you
0: count. It's all how you count. All right, right on, men. Thanks for joining us. And we're also hanging out with Mary Morgan.
2: Hello, everyone. I'm sitting in Ian's seat tonight. Happy to be here. Who are you? I'm on Pop Culture Crisis.
3: Oh, ah, yeah. Here That's at a Tim show. Cast.
2: That's right. So you should go subscribe to that.
3: That's a great show. I think so too. You know what's another great show? <laughs> 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 YouTubeobject.com forward slash we are uh, Anyway, uh, today I come here with one simple message. Make Orwell Fiction again. It's... Just getting too real out there. This is is. one of the shirts. uh, uh, This is the message on my shirt. It's one of the first shirts that we actually got out there to the general public. It's one of the first ones that kind of went viral. Uh, And uh, I'm wearing it today. If you want to wear it, you could get it on thebestpoliticalshirts.com. Because you do, this is how you guys support me and my efforts here. So thank you so much for uh, having me. Splurge.
4: Back once again. Hello, Luke. Hello, Mary. Good to have you guys here.
2: Are you okay with the fact that he calls you Splurge? Listen, Scary uh, Mary.
4: This is between <laughs> me and Splurge here, okay? I
2: didn't know this was the thing.
4: Scary Mary. <laughs> I think Luke has a lot of nicknames for everybody here, so I'm cool with it. That means we're friends. He's okay. Lou now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, call me Lou, that's fine. <laughs> Lou.
0: Okay, let's talk about news. Uh, here's, the, here's the first story. Elon Musk's Twitter, I like how they call it Elon Musk's Twitter, reinstates rep Marjorie Taylor Greene. So, this is from the past couple of hours. Of course, Donald Trump has been re- has been reinstated. Don't know if he's going to come back. Project Veritas is back. James Lindsay is back. Who else is back? I'm seeing everybody come back.
4: Uh, A. L. Andrew, Andrew Tate is back. Andrew Tate is yeah. back.
0: <laughs> Anybody else? Marjorie uh, Taylor Greene? Don't know. Elon Musk Solgen? is just... You, you think he's, he's going through a list and then just like looking at why they were banned and be like, okay, we'll unban them. And like, who's this? And like, unban them.
2: But the graveyard of suspended accounts is just so large that there, there's no way to know who's never going to come back.
4: Well, we're waiting for Sargon, Carl yeah. Benjamin, to be unbanned. Oh, yeah, I, I was just
2: thinking of him.
4: Did he get? Did he get unbanned? I, I feel like I saw that today. Or people were maybe just calling for it. It blends together. Yeah, I think you know, Michael Malice
3: tweeted out that he should be unbanned. Mm, okay, Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of people. Ricardo Law still uh, banned. Oh, still, he's still banned. Carrie mm-hmm. Wedler banned. Uh, Doctor Malone, Doctor um, uh, McCullough anti-media Free Thought Project, so many we could keep going. We could do a whole show just by naming all the people that have been disappeared Milo, off of the face of the internet.
2: I know Milo said he wouldn't come back to the platform But so did Donald continue Trump. tweeting, but come on, how are you gonna resist? Yeah.
0: Milo has to come
2: back. I really want him to. Yeah. What
0: do you think, Darren? Who, who needs to come back, and do you think Trump will
1: come back? Oh, there are a lot of people that need to come back. Trump, he desperately wants to, and Elon understands that. Hence the recent the tweets news. that he sent out expressing the uh, the temptation to which Trump is yet to give in, but he's just got to. He just finds—he needs to find the right opportunity to do so. They say they're— potential legal complications, um, given his fiduciary responsibilities to Truth Social. Exactly. So that has to be worked out. And as you know, the system will use any opportunity can get to file another case against Trump. And it looks like there are already three or four in the works. So um, it's complicated business with Trump. He wants to. And if we subscribe to the... Um, uh, Modification of Occam's Razor that Elon propounded on Twitter, namely that the most entertaining outcome is the most likely. I think we can all expect Trump to be on there, and many more colorful figures to come. We need to we need to pull this meme from
0: Elon Musk. He tweeted, "And lead us not into into temptation," and it is the meme of the woman showing her private parts to the monk, and the monk is refusing to look. The monk, of course, is Donald Trump, and the woman's derriere is Twitter. So, uh, very good. There's another one where it's Lois Griffin, all disheveled looking, looking over at a bottle of prescription pills. Wow. And uh, uh, I just got to point out, there's a woman. She blocked me, though. She, she quoted this and then wrote, this is rape culture. What? The, a, a billionaire oh promoting God. rape culture on his platform. And then I was just like, men not wanting to have sex with women who want to is rape now? I guess. And then she blocked
1: me for it, so, <laughs> so um. No, but it's actually true. The 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 rape is actually him not giving in to the temptation. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anything, she's assaulting the, him. The the race.
0: She's, she's, you know, he's just minding, he's praying, right? He's minding his own business. And then she comes along and she pulls up her dress and just like starts looking at him. You know, this guy's minding his own business. Yeah, the, he, she's he, assaulting he, he, he's assaulting no. him. He's
3: not being a simp. Maybe the, he should be praised. That's respected. No, but not Maybe that's a what she's uh, uh, <laughs> raped. Uh, simps sink ships. Okay. You got to understand <laughs> here, this is, this, is, this is a serious deal here. So uh, obviously, you know, you're portraying Donald Trump doing the right thing here,
0: right? Maybe maybe that's what she meant maybe i misunderstood maybe she was saying the woman was raping the man
3: <laughs> yeah well, and that, and that- Nowadays, it's a little bit teasing. T- t- Elon, uh, <laughs> Elon Musk was trying to imply that he was trying to seduce Trump. But, but it's been nearly three days, and, and Trump still has the ability to tweet, but yet hasn't done it. He can't. And, and I mean, he, he can't because of uh, financial interests with Truth Social. So yeah, we mm-hmm. should explain it in, in kind of basic form here. Trump is having the opportunity to make a lot of money with Truth Social, rather than, of course, have a voice on Twitter. He did make a couple statements a couple months ago saying that he wouldn't return to Twitter even if if Elon Musk would buy it. Uh, will he return? I think he has to if he's running, if he's going to be running a successful presidential campaign because there's no other way to get out in front to get your message across. But most importantly, also protect yourself against the incoming attacks and slanders and all the fake news media bullcrap along with the DOJ indictments. There's no better way to protect yourself than in the court of public day. Uh, and 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 that, of course, means using Twitter. Will he What's use it? What's the court of public day? Something I just made up right now. Uh, court of public light out of opinion, opinion, of, public opinion, <laughs> opinion. more to <laughs> public opinion thank you forward. thank you do you sure. think
2: elon should buy truth social then for no more than it's worth no, and then no. he no. technically still I got, wins
0: i got the solution literally seriously okay donald trump tweets a sentence with a link to truth social which contains the paragraph mm. so that mm. way well, he's still getting his idea on twitter Right. He's maximizing his audience, but he's actually helping Truth Social grow.
1: Mm.
0: I think that's the best thing to do, because more competition in this space is good, and if he can build, a co- we, if he can build another community, then we never have to worry about monopolistic censorship.
3: From, from what I read, uh, Truth Social has a six-hour exclusivity window. Uh, and therefore, uh, Trump really? must post on, this is what I read, it could be wrong, uh, but Trump, Trump must po- post, post on Truth Social. Then six hours later, he could post the same thing on another social media platform. Mm. And there's exceptions to the rule, like fundraising. Uh, so he can post on twitter according to some of the mainstream media sources out there and their their kind of larger agreement with truth social but at the end of the day i, I mean is he prioritizing money in his platform over this platform and will this kind of outcome be in his benefit i don't think it will are People, you saying
2: truth social has the uh, possibility of becoming profitable because i don't see that
0: don't oh think. definitely yeah it could be profitable
2: How? who uses Selling, it do any sell- of we us at this table use it
0: no, no. well i have one and I will say I don't use it, but there's a lot of engagement on it. It, it mm-hmm. is significant. Mm-hmm. It's, Elon's probably trying to steal back that uh, engagement. Oh, the users that went over to it? Yeah, I think Elon saw this as a business opportunity. He probably was just like, look how many people they've kicked off the platform. Mm-hmm. That They're losing money because they're bad at business. I can come in, post some spicy memes.
1: Everyone will start screaming and spitting and yelling. They'll all come back. And then we'll, we'll, you know, go public again in a few years. Right. And there's been a massive influx into Twitter since Trump's count was reinstated, a massive number. Um, So look, look at this, this tweet from Donald Trump from 2011. I feel
0: sorry for Rosie's new partner in love, whose parents are devastated at the thought of their daughter being with Rosie, a true loser this this history <laughs> was wiped from existence by, by Vijaya Goddai and Dorsey. Yeah. And with Elon Musk coming in, we get the whole archive it's, of it's Trump tweets.
1: It's a veritable out. library of Alexandria, <laughs> A cornucopia. back. There was of books one, like of his a tweets. There's
3: literal <laughs> books of his tweets that were being sold on Amazon. Wow, that's, that's so. amazing.
2: Yeah. I love all of Trump's old tweets telling Robert Pattinson to break up with Kristen Stewart. <laughs> I'm looking him up now because I just love him so it's much. It's
0: amazing. See, see, here's the issue. Why don't even, even this Trump isn't on Truth Social?
1: Mm, true. No.
0: It's not. The truth Social posts are like paragraphs about like MAGA stuff. Well, uh, come on, Donald Trump. Call somebody a horse face, right? We need, to, we need to bring back the snarky one-liners. This was hilarious. Man, I can't believe it. This stuff's 11 years ago. Yeah, bring Trump back. was sitting there on his golden toilet, just insulting people on his phone,
4: and we all thought it was funny. It yeah, was like funny. three in the morning. He's not just so insulting ridiculous. people,
2: but like remember when he posted his like taco bowl? Yeah, yeah. that's great. Like that's yeah, so wholesome.
3: His, <laughs> his taco moments. bowl. Yeah.
2: There's nothing so light-hearted on the app as when that went up.
4: Yeah, bring back Twitter, Trump. I guess. Man, all the crazy stuff on Trump's
0: Twitter thread. We have to go back in time and look at all the archives.
2: It's not letting me word search anything he's tweeted right now.
0: You hmm. know, there have been glitches on, on uh, Twitter that I've noticed. No, hmm. Mostly that you'll try and load a tweet and then it'll say, um,
3: this tweet is unavailable. Or the replies are upside down. That what? Happens yeah, that happens so to me too. Okay. So, so, mm. to me yep, too. Yep. so like, they <laughs> usually are, are below a tweet, but they're above a tweet and they're in a non-linear order. Non, uh, that happened before order. they slashed
2: the, the number of employees. Yeah,
3: It's happening a lot more for me. They appear above the tweet. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Wait, what? You have to scroll up. up. Up.
3: And then it's confusing and then it's all messed up
0: and (laughs) discombobulated. That doesn't happen to you. If Twitter implodes and is wiped off the face of the earth, I'll take it as a win too. Like you've got this platform that is clearly biased against anyone who opposes the establishment, namely conservatives because the Trump, you know, Trump came in. But even anti-war people are getting banned so mm-hmm. if elon musk tries True. to fix it it's a good thing if he unbans people it's a good thing this could be you, you guys ever hear, hear that stuff is is it Pocus young?
2: he's no. a terrorist oh he's no ter- baby. <laughs> have you guys ever
0: ever he's, he's outside, outside the door, door. Right. have you ever heard the story stories about how like someone on their deathbed all of a sudden will become like lucid and energized and they'll sit up and start talking and be totally normal and you'll be like oh they're getting healthy and then they just die mm-hmm. you, you guys ever hear that
2: no. Like, like
0: people who are like dying and like laying on their bed will be will just one day get up and be like, I'm feeling better. I'd like to see my family. And then the family will come in. They'll all talk and laugh. And then all of a sudden the person will just go like, and like croak. Like it's the body mustering up the last bit of energy to make your final, you know, you know finish your business and say your goodbyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe this is what's happening. Elon Musk comes in. <laughs> We're all like, yay, we feel invigorated again. Like it's 2015, 2016. And then like the replies flip over and... And the words start getting jumbled, the tweets mm-hmm. stop appearing, and then it's gone.
2: But and it definitely the, doesn't feel like 2016.
3: And then Twitter the microchip right goes inside of your head without you even noticing <laughs> it, without your consent. And then bada bing, mm-hmm. bada boom, you're connected to the new WeChat of the United
0: States. Without your consent. All right, let's talk about whiny celebrities. We have uh, Rolling Stone. Jack White quits Twitter, calls Elon Musk's Trump reinstatement a whole move. Trent Reznor also quit like who cares dude you guys aren't part of the conversation you're welcome to be part of the conversation (laughs) you weren't part of the conversation so you cried and left so what you weren't tweeting anyway yeah he said that
2: meme that's like the big thumbs up yeah right we're gonna continue with our conversation now thank you
0: he said this is straight up you trying to help a fascist have a platform so you can eventually get your tax breaks why are these people so
3: dumb yeah, <laughs> Elon paid the most amount of taxes than any American citizen ever in in history. Yeah. Right. So so why as and, like, and, and who is he so accusing right. of, of being a fascist?
4: Yeah, who exactly?
3: Like <laughs> Trump? Yeah, Trump the, hasn't tweeted. It's been three days. The world hasn't <laughs> ended. Like, come on. Like people take themselves way too seriously. And they're, they're claiming that Elon's forcing them to follow Trump. Mm. Mm, that's ridiculous. It's not true. Yeah. Like That's uh, worse than like QAnon stuff.
0: They're tweeting like, not only was Trump reinstated, but I found that I was following him, and I've never followed him, and I have to unfollow him. And it's like, dude, you you followed him. Come on. <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: and we, maybe we you know just you forgot. Did. Who's yeah. who's this guy? Jack, Jack
2: White. White, the White uh, Stripes. Uh, Seven <laughs> really Nation cares. Army. Anything? No, nothing. Ring a bell? <laughs> okay, know. cool, cool. <laughs> have you noticed that all of these chuggy people use a hole as their number one insult? Mm-hmm. A
4: hole. It's yeah, really yeah. cringy. I don't know why. I don't know why that word is so particular.
2: And the way they curse, it just feels like a 13-year-old who hasn't cursed before who's like trying to get away with it. I don't know.
0: Trent Reznor left too. And I'm just like,
4: and? Yeah. Not very relevant right now
2: no i look you will not be my
3: favorite was cbs news uh saying that they're going to be leaving temporarily because of security (laughs) concerns and then coming back and then still everyone saying we don't care we it's like it's okay especially
2: if you announce it you won't have the willpower not to come back
3: yeah and then they came back they they came right back just a few days afterwards a few hours afterwards and it's like oh yeah we're still looking we're monitoring the situation Like, what do what? What no, you No, the thing it's- is, none of
1: these people can really leave. And that's why it's not the, the last kind of death croak of Twitter because nothing on the planet has been able to replicate the network effects that Twitter has. True. Yep. I would be astonished. If it's just too valuable to too many major stakeholders in the system. Just recently, you had Elon, who, by the way, I think he's maybe the first major captain of industry to mock the ADL. Since the ADL's <laughs> yeah. inception, this is a first. It's yeah. a major thing. Very it's trivial. incredible, and he continued it. So Israel <laughs> did a tweet, and Elon kind of mocked them too, and but but in a playful way, saying, "Look, um, you know, we need more people to tweet. We need more countries to tweet. And so if countries are tweeting, um, you know, it's just it's too valuable. It's it's not like there's this other thing called." What is it called? Like Triceratops? There, there's some <laughs> stupid like left-wing version of Twitter that they're trying to do. Mastodon. You, Mastodon, you, yeah. can't, you can't do that yeah. because of the network effect. No, no, no. no,
0: no. Actually, actually, we're learning that Mastodon is uh, a, a quite based, actually. They're uh, officially telling people, if you have a problem, just block them. We're not going to ban them. And they're saying, uh, I saw this woman. She said that she got suspended on Mastodon because she was calling out white people. And they were like, yeah, it's raci- <laughs> racism. You're not allowed. That, was that an actual thing or just like an algorithmic mistake? No, no, someone did it. And they said that her posting about this was like she got suspended. No, but he- here's what them. people don't realize. Mastodon, it's, it's, uh, uh, they're different servers. It's, so, okay, so it's the Fediverse. Mastodon is like, I guess, one note. I'm not entirely sure how it works. I'm sure people in chat probably know better. But basically, when you sign up for it, you pick a server hosted by who knows.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: so they warn you. This is some random guy's basement. You don't know what he's doing. Right. When you sign up for this to get off Twitter, he's got all your data, your password, he's got everything. Mm-hmm. Right. And so people are signing up and they're thinking, this is going to be better now. And there's a mod, there's a viral tweet where he's like, yo, just block people. I'm not going to, we're not banning Like, just block them. Even Twitter weren't doing that. Twitter was banning everybody. So it's not turning out to be best. fair enough. But
1: but I think the point stands. Twitter is something. It's unique. Its function as the global public square is unique. And it has network effects that um, are also unique. And for that reason, um, a lot of stakeholders are going to do everything they can to prevent Elon from going the direction he seems to be going. And he has a very difficult position. He needs to exercise... A lot of caution. He needs to approach things with finesse. And I would say so far, he's done about as well as we could. Reasonably expect him to do, given what the stakes are and given what he's up against.
3: Yeah, there's a couple of hiccups that he deserves to be criticized on legitimately, but you do make a good point because where else could you see the president of the ADL go after <laughs> Elon Musk and Elon Musk respond saying, "Hey, stop defaming me." Exactly. Where else? Where else could you see Kanye West say shalom? Right? Oh, yeah. like this, this hive mind, this this uh, online reality is is, is is amazing, and the people quitting it. There's a reason they're coming back. All these people, all these actors, hey, I'm quitting Twitter. Hey, uh, I'm still quitting Twitter, but I want to make one more post and another post. And this Dude. is, this is again, something very similar to what we saw with uh, Neil Young with Spotify. Oh, this yeah. is the same thing we saw with all these celebrities saying that they're going to be moving to Canada. A lot of these people are all talk. They're all yeah. bark, no bite. And what? we have to understand these threats are empty and they need to be called wow. out as ridiculous because Twitter is where it's at right now. It's fun, it's entertaining, and it's where I'm at. It's take, the take old St.
1: Augustine, Lord Make me chase, but not yet. Exactly. This is this is amazing. When Kanye
0: West gets reinstated, people are starting to feel like I don't have to worry about cancel culture anymore. I don't have to walk on eggshells. So what does Kanye tweet? Shalom. Hilarious. The ADL, uh, some some guy he tweeted. He's openly mocking us now. It's like uh huh. <laughs> so yeah. what? Like the problem is these people were ext- were overly sensitive. I don't think Kanye West is an, is an anti semite. I think he's probably got some wacky views. I think he said some some silly things. But I think if you sat down with him and talked to him, you'd understand him, right? It's He's not like this caricature of a guy marching around with a hood and a tiki torch or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But these people want to say that uh, libs of TikTok, for instance, by simply tweeting out, I'm sorry, retweeting videos posted by people publicly, she's murdering them. So there's this viral tweet, I, I comment on it, where they're like, you know, uh, uh, Libs of TikTok has murdered hundreds of LGBT people by sharing these videos. And it's like, bro, the videos are public. Right. Libs of TikTok isn't doing anything. Yeah. If that's their standard and people have to abide by those kind of psychotic individuals, they're scared to speak out. Now, Elon comes in and says, have fun, guys. And what are we seeing? Spicy memes, jokes, trolling and fun.
4: Yeah, comedy.
0: And you know what, Jack White? Well, he doesn't like fun. He says fun is bad. So he has to leave, okay. Right. Bye bye. Go play your music, dude. I don't care. We'll we'll have we'll have fun and 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 post spicy memes. Bring back the meme wars.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's sad and pathetic, um, but yeah, the whole thing about lives of TikTok killing people that they have this new term that a lot of these kind of midwit mediocrities with master's degrees are talking about um, called stochastic terrorism. That's right. And uh, it's it's really such a joke concept, but it effectively means that you can't criticize anyone because of the possibility that the criticism would be out there in the ether and some crazy person might attack some kind of affiliated group. And then, of course, you're responsible. Um so, it's the latest of, of many uh, censorship predicates that. And then uh, the, the woman behind the libs of TikTok, what's her name? Chaya? Is that her name? Mm-hmm.
0: She puts Takasek Terrace in her bio. And now I'm seeing these leftist journalists be like, she's openly bragging about doing it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? Do you really not understand someone being facetious, making fun of you for calling right, them that? Right. Or are you intentionally just trying to lie? You know what, man? Right. I'm, I'm glad Elon bought Twitter. Because he, he he took over the space, and it is nuts to see this. Like Luke mentioned, telling the, 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 so the president of the ADL is like, I can't believe Elon's doing this. When he had a meeting with us, he promised us, and then Elon says, stop defaming me. Like, that's openly mocking them. But I guess Elon Musk is the definition of F.U. money.
2: Yeah, just just outright.
1: We'll see how far it goes. But so far, I think he deserves credit because there's so many people who you think you would have F.U. money, but they never... They never use it in that fashion. And uh, I think Elon is setting an excellent example, stepping into the actual arena, playing for keeps and seeing where, you know, seeing where things land. Um, So give him major credit. And uh, it's only just begun. So we'll see how it unfolds. I think Elon actually
0: tweeted at Trent Reznor, too, or tweeted about him or something. I don't know. Jack White posted on Instagram some long diatribe that's not worth reading. That's not free speech or what the poll decided or whatever nonsense you're claiming to be. This is straight up you trying to help a fascist have a platform so you can eventually get your tax breaks. Like, I don't think this guy knows anything about tax law. You know what I mean?
1: No. I mean, it, it's the typical sort of like maybe 105 IQ, you know, burned out idiot kind of if pse- pseudo clever conspiracy theory. It's always like some dumb financial incentive that doesn't even make sense if you actually know how these things work there's a certain kind of framework for this particular type of accusation um and i would peg him around 105. well let's do this
0: that's high for me i'm, I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna call out elon musk for hypocrisy we have this tweet from shuan she said elon musk confirms he won't reinstate alex jones however you feel about alex jones aside am i wrong here like not that there was, much, uh, there was much doubt before, but Elon just completely showed his ass. Mm. Elon said, my firstborn child died in my arms. I felt his last heartbeat. I have no mercy for anyone who would use the deaths of children for gain, politics, or fame. Now, that's interesting. Alex Jones was not banned from Twitter for anything related to any kids. Alex Jones was banned from Twitter because he insulted Oliver Darcy. Elon is insulting a reporter a bannable offense? Okay, ban yourself. Uh, I'll wait. Is Elon Musk gonna ban himself? He's gonna shut up? Okay, look, I can respect all of the good things he's done, the people he's unbanned, and I will accept the win. What I will not accept is, I, I will say it this way it is not victory for the people that we are living beneath the whims of a billionaire. What is a victory for the people is a clear set of rules, policies, and procedures so we can all fairly understand the rules of the platform. Elon, it's your platform. I understand that. What are the rules? If you come out and tell me the rule is free speech, I say, you got it, boss. If you come out and say the rule is, you can't say this, that, or otherwise I'll say, okay, well, that's dumb, but you got it, boss. If you come out and tell me the rules are a. But then, oh, by the way, I have special rules for other people. Well, then your your rules are garbage and completely meaningless. Now, what's really happening is you're unbanning people you like.
1: Well, that's a very interesting point. But what would you say to this is that what if in practice, in terms of how things cash out, it's actually maximizes free speech on Twitter to have an arbitrary system rather than to have a system that follows prescribed rules. Because you'd have to think, what kind of prescribed rules can he get away with? He could say what he said before, which is that the law of the land in terms of speech will govern speech policy on Twitter, which in the US would mean First Amendment. I don't know if that's practical given the implications. I understand that. So let's say, let's ask where
0: the line is. Insulting a reporter, is that a bannable offense? Is that, is, that, is that
1: in need of flexibility? I think they would all need flexibility, but I think it's easier to think in terms of who would be let back on versus kind of neutral principles that are kind of applied retroactively. In practice, he can get away with more if he... Pursues the arbitrary approach. Of course, of approach. course, of course. In terms and, of maximizing free speech on Twitter, and and
0: he's giving himself a legal argument here because he's outright saying that for this personal reason he will not be reinstating Alex Jones. I will right. stress, I absolutely uh, am, uh, feel for and sympathize with Elon over this feeling of, of losing his son. I mean, it's a horrifying thing to, to have to experience, and I can I can respect and understand that. I just don't know what it has to do with Alex Jones insulting a reporter. Now, if we're going to argue there needs to be some flexibility, sure, but some things are within the bounds of the Overton window, and fine. Insulting a reporter? You don't get banned for it.
1: Now, if you're arguing that there's harassment and what constitutes harassment, okay, now we're dealing with something more difficult. Well, I'm saying more that at this stage, at least, in practice, his assessment, and he could very well be right on this, is that he can't get away with allowing Alex Jones on. And he is probably um, imprudent. And I think he probably stepped over the line in attacking Jones the way he did. But the reality is probably he couldn't get Jones on. And that's the cost of doing all the other stuff that he's done. Perhaps. I, I understand that. But I'm not going
0: to apologize for, for Elon. Oh, of course yeah. not. I, I will accept the victories. Right. And we're seeing tremendous victories. It's it's funny. We're It's fun. We're laughing. There's jokes. There's memes. And all Elon had to do was not address the issue outright. It's probably the safest thing for him to do is like, he's not addressed Carl Benjamin. We all want him unbanned. He's not addressed Milo. But he did specifically address Alex, then said he's not going to unban him because he did a thing six years prior to his Twitter ban that offends Elon. And that right there, I get it. Maybe he's going to have a legal argument in the future that, I, that clearly shows I will ban whoever I want for whatever reason. There's right, no rules yeah. whatsoever. And by doing so, if he does ban you, you can't sue him for breach of contract because he, he, he's clearly operating on a whim. Right.
3: I'm, I'm happy he's at least telling us where his flawed decision is coming from because mm-hmm. it, it's an illogical decision that shows you that there's no pathway to redemption. And he's using emotional trauma in order to justify this larger banning for something that Alex Jones has already apologized for. Something that Alex Jones is being fined $1.5 billion for. Something that, of course, cost Alex Jones almost everything. But but at the end of the day here, if we're going to be punishing people for using children for their own political gain or fame, uh, my original response to this was, hey, Elon Musk, have you heard of uh, uh, Barack Obama, the guy who dropped... Uh, a bomb every 20 minutes for, for eight years, the guy who judicially, uh, extra, extra judiciously, extra extrajudiciously assassinated a 16-year-old American citizen, if we're going to be punishing people for hurting children, we might as well ban the president of the United States. Let's not even get into Big Pharma. We don't yeah. even have to go into hold Big on, Pharma. Hold on there a minute. Joe Biden out there groping and sniffing kids right now. you going to ban him? That's a lot different
0: than dropping a bomb on small no, 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 children. no, I get it. I'm yeah. saying Obama's not the president anymore. So we have that argument. So ban him, obviously. And Joe Biden, who's currently the president, is on camera groping and sniffing children. So how about we have a standard? Oh, that's the problem. There's no standard. Do you and think any be.
2: off-platform behavior warrants a ban?
3: Nope. Well, this is what Jack Conte of, uh, what's a Patreon, yeah. uh, argued specifically. He he created this new term, off-platform yeah. beha- behavior.
0: Off-platform off-, off, com-
3: off, off. Yeah, yeah, off-platform behavior, which is absolutely r- ridiculous. Because, a- a- again, you're going to arbitrarily say, you did this 10 years ago or 20 years ago. I don't like that you it's did this. It's cancel culture. It's, it's
1: cancel culture, but, but again... My personal preference, which I hope ultimately he'll be able to achieve, is the First Amendment standard, but he's a lot more practical than I think people realize, and the First Amendment standard, it sounds something like something very easily publicly defensible when you put it that way, but then you say, okay, First Amendment standard means all legal speech. That means that probably the most banned people on the internet, like Andrew Anglin, has to go on Twitter. I'm for that because I'm for the First Amendment standard, but as a matter of practical reality, that's a hell of a lot of incoming that Elon would have, right up front. Mm. And so, you, what what just, kind of principles can you pick that I, would cash out better, at least in this initial stage, than face. what he's already then, then done? Then don't lie don't, to me. Don't say you believe Maybe, in free because, speech because when you don't. Because if
0: the assumption is that. Uh, Perhaps he's playing him a 4D chess, 3D chess, and then he then he should not have addressed the issue at all. Because if your argument is he has to to play the game, that means he's virtue signaling. Right? I don't care for virtue signaling. I don't care for being lied to, and I don't care for petty. uh, I I don't care. I I shouldn't say it that way, but I don't care for personalized arguments as to why
1: certain people are below the standards. I agree. I I think he shouldn't have gone there and said, oh, you know, use the kid thing. Um, that was unfortunate and crossed the line. And um, and he clearly doesn't know anything about it. Sorry to interrupt. No, right. No, I agree. No, I, I'm totally with you there. I want the First Amendment standard. I'm just trying to put myself in Elon's shoes, and I'm thinking as much as we want a kind of neutral principled standard such that we can say, well, if you do this, what about this? Which is, you know, how fairness operates. Um, but in terms of the result, the kind of consequentialist, uh, view of it is that he can actually probably maximize free speech more if he does virtue signal a little bit, at least in these early stages. There was there was
0: something infuriating uh, about Jack Dorsey and Vijaya lying to your face when you were sure. like, hey, why was this person banned? And why wasn't this person when you'd say something like, hey, look, here's an Antifa account advocating for instructing violence. And they go, oh, well, it's a mistake. And then they still won't take it down. When they tell you we're working on it, there will be a path to redemption. I hear you I hear what you're saying. We're going to try and fix it. It's frustrating cuz you know they're lying to you. True. It's even worse when it's a billionaire who just says too bad. Like yeah it's one thing to be like I can I can I can I can hold on to that one percent hope that Jack Dorsey means it when he says we're gonna find a way to get people back on the platform we got to figure out how to do it it's another thing when Elon Musk is like I bought it it's mine too bad there's no rules I yep. can do whatever I want
3: and if we can't trust him on this what makes you think we can't trust him on on other issues as well this brings a lot of doubt and speculation because he's acting on emotion rather than morals and virtues rather than saying hey I believe in free speech that means speech for people I despise he says no I, I don't like him but but Elon, have you heard of a, a thing called Epstein's Island? There's a former president there that used to attend it, Bill Clinton. He's also on your platform right now. If you'd care about children and, and children it's, it's being BS hurt now, it. you'd be going after him. But he's not. And, and having this kind of made up scenario where you say he's OK, but he's not good based off your own emotional trauma is not something that gives me a lot of hope in this platform so moving do forward. Do we all
1: agree that the First Amendment should be the ultimate standard? Free speech. Of- no. I disagree. You disagree. I, I think I disagree. even I think even higher principles. for 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 Twitter. I disagree, and on one issue, doxing. Okay,
0: There's probably Fair enough. Uh, uh, the First Amendment doesn't cover criminal acts. There's there's challenges to whether or not something can be deemed uh, criminal if it's speech. So so First Amendment minus doxing, not necessarily. So listen, uh, the first some people are free speech absolutists. They believe that words can never be criminal, no matter what you said. That means literally, they think incitement to violence and instruction on how to do horrible things. And there's an interesting point there. If we argue that there is criminal speech in any capacity, we're arguing Congress can pass a statutory law criminalizing speech. That makes no sense, right? So the Supreme Court upholds basically that if you incite violence, that is not protected by the First Amendment. Now my question is, I understand that. I understand the arguments, but how does that make sense? Congress isn't making the law The Supreme Court just said, as we interpret what the First Amendment is supposed to mean, we've carved out an exception. The Founding Fathers didn't carve out an exception. Mm -hmm. So there's an interesting argument there because if we do agree that incitement to violence is is, is criminal and not free speech, what happens if Congress or the Supreme Court, what happens if the Supreme Court, for instance, rules that actually hate speech is incitement because of stochastic terrorism? are we going to continue to allow the courts to to decide that there are more larger and larger limits to speech
1: so i don't know that um so you're saying the first amendment standard is not good enough because it's subject to future kind of modifications from the supreme courts sort of interpretive Because the
0: free because the first amendment could be argued to mean you can incite to violence and so there's limits beyond so my point is this in the future, the Supreme Court may rule that doxing someone is not free expression. It's a, it's it's actually a, 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 a attack against or or something. It's a violation of someone's privacy and thus criminal. It would be interesting if Congress ruled that posting someone's private information. This this may be a court that has a, a, a case that has to be adjudicated. Actually, if Congress tries passing a law saying posting someone's private home details or 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 private information, phone number, contact, etc. Uh, without their permission, constitutes a crime, the Supreme Court is going to have to determine whether or not that violates free speech because posting someone's address doesn't really express your political opinion or views. And that's an argument some people make about what free speech is. Anyway, I don't want to make it overly complicated. The First Amendment is an easy thing to say, but we really do need bullet point breakdown of what is okay and what isn't. Uh, Gab, for instance, I believe bans doxing. Okay. And that's free speech. You could walk around with a big old sign with someone's address on it. But on Gab, you can't do that. I agree. I don't think you should be allowed to post someone's private details. I don't think there should be permanent bans for these things, however, because, mm-hmm. you know, I argued this to Jack Dorsey. There are people who commit murder, and they get out in 25 years. Sure. There's a guy who, who you know, posted a nasty meme, and you've permanently removed his ability right. to speak there's, in the public square. There's Twitter.
1: no redemption, in, right. uh, <laughs> according to the um, theology of cancellation. I just want to point out the Clinton Global Initiative is on Twitter. You know,
3: yeah. There's there's a lot of war criminals and monsters. <laughs> there there's you know terrorist organizations that are on there openly using the platform without any kind of problems. When Twitter a couple years ago was looking at, of course, right wing talking points that they needed to censor and take down. So uh, it, it, it's crazy because this this is a very important issue and and we can't underplay it. Because yes, I mean we got to celebrate our victories. Elon did incredible things on banning a lot of important people that were uh, punished for their political speech, but. If you're going to continue the punishment based on your own kind of made-up uh, standards, that that that's something that doesn't give me hope. That's something that I think a lot of people should be skeptical of, and I think that's something that a lot of people should be criticizing him on because obviously it doesn't stand with any kind of virtue.
0: Let's pull up this uh, this tweet here. Now I'm not I'm not sure if this is confirmed. I don't know. I'm, but you guys have probably seen it all over the place. This is from Stux on Mastodon. He says, what's it with people reporting every single person they don't like? Please stop with that. This is not Twitter. Please use features like mute or block if you don't like people, but stop reporting. Otherwise, I'll start banning people who keep reporting for nothing. I'm trying to keep things running with so many new people, and it's such a waste of time to hear whatever you don't like. Otherwise, go waste Elon's time, not mine. Elon Musk tweeted, please, Hall Monitors, go on someone else's platform. Yeah, so it was Nate Silver who said that he thinks Mastodon is a honeypot for the Hall Monitor types. All of these people on Twitter who report everything and won't shut up are leaving and going to Mastodon and all Spider-Man meme pointing at each <laughs> other. And uh, we're all having a good time. With it. It's like there's a party going on and they left. So, you know, I'll, I'll take it.
2: Absolutely. How many employees have been slashed so far at Twitter? Are there enough to the point where like they don't have as many moderators than no moderators? None, none I'm, left. I'm,
0: I'm pretty sure their moderation team's gone.
2: They've got to have some people.
0: No, I, I, I think because they've I like know.
2: they've now like streamlined the process for reporting child exploitation materials, which I have been waiting for them to do for so long because it, they made it unnecessarily difficult. You had to go through on the desktop version. Uh, and go through a longer process to do that. So they, they streamlined that process. They have to have a good moderation team to keep up with that. And there's been, I, I've seen reports that they're are doing a crackdown on child exploitation. On the yeah, platform. he's
0: number one priority, he said.
2: But you can't do that without moderators. And That's true, good point. I, I mean, before the moderators were just like acting like demagogues about, you know, not uh, <laughs> if you were having a conversation with someone and you weren't being academic enough in your language, then you would get banned,
0: pretty yeah. much. Right, that's what it is. You're comp- just at
2: the mercy of like any random individual well, well, me, that me, comes me, across this. Let
0: me let me say real quick. Since the uh, uh, beginning of the election month, or whatever, like October, and then we're getting into November, all of my videos pertaining to election issues have been demonetized for fake reasons and it's it costs a lot of money it really does like getting getting you know when you when when you know i cut down the amount of videos i do i went from uh what was i doing like six to three having one it's, it's 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 bad it's a lot of money yeah and what happens is i'll get the yellow dollar sign and then I'll, I'll request review which takes a day you get all the views in your day then you get no money if it is confirmed like, the next day it'll say, confirmed demonetized by manual review, and it will say harmful or dangerous activity. And it's me reading a poll and being like, the polls are in, and they say this, that. And then I got to call Google, and then they're like, whoops, that was an accident. Let's fix it for you. And yeah. I'm like, who are you employing who's lying on all of They're clearly leftists.
3: Yeah. Well, it happens to every one of my videos, but I have no one to call. So, like, you saw my stats. You saw my income. It's it's absolutely insane what's happening on my YouTube channel. But to answer your question, there's also a lot of third party companies. Uh, usually, a lot of international workers that get hired to do a lot of this moderation. Mm. Some of the moderation is done in house, but a lot of it is done through, of course, other private companies in Africa, in Asia, where, of course, the labor there is a lot cheaper. And we and and this has been documented many times. Even with Project Veritas, Project Veritas even released an expose talking about how Twitter employees were paid to view at everything including private messages people's posts how twitter engineers were there to of course implement shadow banning this is Project Veritas talking to Twitter engineers that were bragging about having Trump's private DM messages and were threatening to release them. So again, when we look at at that content moderation, when we look at the destruction of speech, we have so much power by so many few individuals that absolutely use it and abuse it for the worst sinister political purposes. And if you dare to speak outside of the established narratives, you're going to get punished, you're going to get screwed over and that's exactly what's happening to to my YouTube channel in such an extensive way.
1: There's another dimension of demonetization that is very relevant to elon's predicament with uh, twitter and that is the latest scam of brand safety which is basically like a mafia shakedown because in some cases they have third world imports in some cases they just have um just you know uh uh, regular people but um, what they do is they basically tell tell these advertising agencies they say you know, your, your, ad, your advertisement with this site is really inappropriate for your brand. I think you should reconsider. And if you don't, it would be a shame if something happened to you. And they have a whole infrastructure in place to make good on their threat. And so... It really is like it's a typical mob shakedown the basic framework hasn't changed but they sell it as brand safety meaning your brand is in danger if you don't do exactly what we say and stop advertising with this website that we don't like and we object to no matter how much money it's making you and no matter how much the audience actually likes the content on that website and it happens on a large scale that's exactly the type of shakedown that's happening on Twitter now, and I bet you that um, our good friend Jonathan Greenblatt of the ADL is hard at work making sure that uh, these potential advertisers and current advertisers are f- sufficiently intimidated, but it happens on a smaller scale too to a wide range of sites that are uh, distribute content that the regime finds objectionable, and
2: including yours,
1: including mine, in a very big way. I have one stalker woman who's absolutely obsessed with oh. me. Every time we get some kind of new uh, ad arrangement, she's she has a, a a tweet thread about it. It's it's oh, really pathetic. They have is she a blue people. check? I don't know about that. I don't know no. what the the her her cast Let's, is. And I don't want sense. I don't
0: want to give her attention. So yes. Like by saying her name, but we can talk uh, about her in the ve. Va- I, I don't like giving. Yeah. The, but but this woman, and I think it's the same person, went after a, a, a weather network. Like what? <laughs> yeah, no, no joke, no joke. No. I, I what? There, there's a, a, a there's a cable channel that does nothing but weather, <laughs> and this leftist woman started like tweeting about it and she's well like a lot of these amount of followers her, her friends in media write up her stories and then she's actually getting advertisers to pull off a weather reporting station and it's just like wow. the only thing on the screen is it says like weather
1: it's like raining in texas like but the sad thing all is ads how off. the sad thing is how easily so many of these people cave because usually their liaison, their point of contact at these companies is like some twenty something woman <laughs> who is ideologically aligned, and even if not, all these unsophisticated people need to hear is the phrase conspiracy theory or you know, Trump or something like that, and automatically is like, Okay, bad danger, <laughs> you know, that's all yeah. I need to hear, so or, this or even intimidation worse, intimidation campaign.
2: Are you saying quick, it's I the just same? Want to
3: make, just really quick, or, or even worse, an older woman without a family that is there to complain as well. So even
2: worse. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you saying that what this, could be worse? <laughs> this intimidation campaign is the same uh, thing that happened with the YouTube adpocalypse. Is that what you're saying? That was or is Wall that different. Journal. Well, the model. Because it that seemed was the like Wall they're they're saying, oh, the the brands who are advertising mm-hmm. mid rolls on YouTube can't rely on whether the YouTube channels they're advertised next to reflect their brand values. And I always thought that was ridiculous on its face because YouTube channels, including this one, our brands, their companies in and of themselves, and they deserve to you know, have advertisers that yeah. align with their values, but, right?
3: But let's not forget, at the end of the day, advertisers have a choice to not advertise with certain creators. You could go as an advertiser and it, you could go into the Google settings and say, I don't yeah. like Alex Jones. I don't like You can Milo. choose those. You could choose right? who you advertise with and not. And as a content creator, I could say, hey, I don't want any advertisements for the US military. I don't want McDonald's advertisements. I don't want these kind of politicians and these kind of ads associated with my brand. And I could do that just like Mastodon is complaining right now. <laughs> yes, you can. I, uh, I used to be able to do that. I, and I used to say, I don't want any McDonald's ads. I don't mm-hmm.
2: want any, um, you I, still
3: I, do that. Um, don't you start this you, on YouTube, uh, on Google, on Google, so. you yeah. mean? on your website. You mean? Uh, no 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 on, on Google there was a setting I remember doing this For a your few YouTube years YouTube channel I, I remember doing this oh. a few years ago saying I don't want to advertise with, with I don't want these advertisers on my YouTube channel I don't know how to do that I I, I could show you okay. uh, at the end I of the video that's only
2: fair right But
3: but but but, but it's fair exactly uh, but but we don't hear about this a lot of the people don't know that advertisers have a choice yeah. and and if they find someone despicable or they, they don't want anyone tied in with their associate they don't have to have it that's they already not, have the infrastructure there. that's not
0: why they're pulling ads They're pulling ads because the far left marches around with bricks and conservatives sitting there, lazy boys, complaining. That's it. So until law enforcement, the, the, the solution, and this is why they wanted to fund the police, partly why, law enforcement needs to stop these people and we need to develop some kind of system. And it's tough, I know it is. The, the easiest example is storefronts in Berkeley will put up all the leftist signs in their window because they know if someone throws a brick through their window, the cops can't do anything about it. Like your car can get stolen. Good luck. The cops gonna be like, well, we'll we'll write down the, the we'll write down the license plate, and then if we see it, we'll let you know. But if you've got something like a bike, your bike's gone. Yeah. If you've got something like a moped, your moped is gone. The the, the it's stolen. The cops show up and they say, what do you want us to do about it? So if you piss off the far left, who are psychotic, violent individuals, and they start harassing your neighbor, the cops are gonna be like, what do you want us to do about it? So what do they do? They say, look. Dave Rubin is not going to march. This is the example I love giving. Dave Rubin is never going to march to Twitter HQ to complain about the censorship. He's never going to march with a bunch of classical liberals carrying torches to YouTube HQ to say no more censorship. He's going to go and he's going to complain about it. And that's all he's going to do. Antifa will literally throw up with crowbars and beat the crap out of people. That terrifies them. So they say, I know who to avoid and who to cater to. So these big brands, when they hear that far leftists are attacking them, they immediately say, guys, red alert, do whatever they say, and they'll go away. That's 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 it.
3: Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how Elon Musk kind of navigates this very uh, changing media advertising landscape because right now, just a couple of minutes ago, he's promising Twitter being a good video platform that's going to offer, quote, according to Elon Musk, higher compensation for creators than YouTube. Mm -hmm. So this is something that Elon Musk just tweeted a couple of moments ago responding to Mr. Beast. How is he going to be doing that specifically with so many advertisers boycotting him? Will there be other advertisers? And also, by and large advertisers are pulling back naturally not because of cancel culture but because of the way that the economy is just being absolutely screwed over right now just how poorly it's doing right now th- compared to everything else i think sargon got on band. i think ricada and sargon got on band during the carl during benjamin the is back yeah. yeah wow
0: dude it's been so long
3: wow that's amazing this is what people in the chat are saying we got a super chat
0: someone just said it i had to announce it uh carl's awesome he's a good friend he helped me actually uh get all this stuff rolling when uh when i started doing youtube full-time he hit me up and asked me if i would do a guest spot on his channel he had like three hundred thousand subscribers i had like 40 and i was like yeah for sure man i made a video ended up getting hundreds of thousands of hits all of a sudden i gained a whole bunch of subscribers and it helped get the ball rolling so very grateful to Carl Benjamin. He's a good dude. He hosts Lotus Eaters podcast. Glad to see that he's he's been restored
4: finally mm-hmm. after all these years. Yeah, literally to years. Twitter. Oh man, this will be fun. Apparently, Ricardo Law was like literally during the show. So
0: yeah, no, you know. J- j- just right now people yeah, are saying yeah. uh, that, uh, that 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 they're back. Great, this is amazing. Yeah. So uh, look, I'll, I'll, Elon man wins a win. I'll take it. I'm not. I'm. I'm not going to ignore the problems I see with the Alex Jones stuff. But mm. I will stress it again. Hey, man, like, this is a huge victory. So take what you can get, I suppose. And uh, and I'll we'll, and we'll roll with it. I, I will say this now, too. It, it, th- there's a tough question about, do we give Elon the
4: $8? <laughs>
0: I'm leaning towards yes, because I said if he freed the political prisoners, I would sign up because I want the features. It's all good stuff. And I want to see Twitter succeed. They, they deleted my ad campaign. I tried advertising the Supermaga shirt. It's where Trump's going Super Saiyan. And they said it was political, you can't do it. I said, okay. So I tried doing the rooster shirt and the ad ran for like four hours and then they took it down saying it was inappropriate. And I'm, uh, Elon, I'm trying to give you money, man. I'm like what's going on here?
3: We nerd jokes.
0: It, it's, it's, it's a rooster, it says stand your ground. I thought it was cool. I'm like, okay, I'll, do, I'll try this. But anyway, I think uh, the Alex Jones thing is, is unfortunate. And I think Elon's wrong. And, and, for, and for everything we described, but I'm going to take this win, and we got to see Twitter make it. So I I think, you know, it's time to sign up. We already got Tim Kess News signed up. We'll, we'll get our other accounts. We'll get pop culture, pop culture Crisis verified. We'll get all our business accounts verified. I think unbanning Sargon, for me, is kind of like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like, he's a personal friend. You yeah. know, so that says a lot.
4: Yeah, and we yeah. also we also now know exactly why Alex Jones is going back. Like now, at least Elon's clarified his reasons for not having him on the on the platform. Whether they're not so or sure not. he
2: doesn't have ulterior motives, mm-hmm. and he's just saying that like he has 4D, this motive that's close 4D to his chefs, heart. You mean? Yeah, I don't what, know. Like,
3: what would be the game there?
2: I have no idea. Like he gives up
3: the Alex Jones pawn, but what other pawn does he get? Or who's like what more moves?
2: powerful than Elon Musk that can threaten him financially? <laughs>
3: Well, he, he has a very interesting conflict with Bill Gates, which I think is fascinating <laughs> to see unfold. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, Tim, you bring up a good question. It does kind of bring down a different kind of paradigm here. Do you, do you support him for doing all this good when he did this one thing that's bad? It, it's, it's, it's a tough call for a lot of people, but I'm kind of leaning on like, hey, he freed a lot of political prisoners. Oh, he's, you know, he's giving them a lot of voices. And for me, I think that's worth eight bucks.
2: It's, it's a girlfriend probably. Elon Musk has some girlfriend mm. on the side who's like telling him you can't you can't unband Alex Jones. That must be it. That's more likely than anything.
3: Mm.
0: I don't think so. Women
2: have powerful persuasion.
0: I'm not. Mm. I'm trying to get the tweets to load on uh, Sargon over, over betas. But uh, I, I don't see any tweets on Sargon's account. Maybe they got. I,
3: th- I think people are saying in the comment section that he's still sleeping.
2: Um. No, No,
0: I mean like his old tweets aren't back either. But I can see his account. just
2: be a glitch, though. And
0: it's yeah, because it's like whenever they unban you, it slowly comes back. Rick
3: Cata only has a couple thousand followers, but they're slowly getting back. A lot of people were saying that when Trump was back, people weren't allowed to follow him. But but that usually was happened when people were reinstated. It took a while until their all their followers and everything kind of came back to normal. I wonder if he's he's he's
2: gonna unban people who evaded suspension and made new accounts like over Mm. and over again. It's it's
0: been like five years, I think, since Sargon got banned,
4: right? Yeah, it's been it's like one of the first. Of the
0: whole and he never
2: Crazy. made another account.
4: Mm, don't think
0: so. Mm, well, <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's, a, that's a gray zone there. <laughs>
2: yeah, we will just Question leave it at that. Dark. They were impersonating uh, him.
0: Let's uh, let's jump to this next uh, tweet because my friends, we're gonna have fun. Lauren Chen tweeted: "Twitter before Elon versus Twitter after Elon. The before picture, it's all women. The after picture, it's all men." Yeah, but there's like a woman right there, and there's like a woman right there. That might be a woman right there. I'm not sure, but it looks like two. Over here, I think there's like six guys. There's like one, two, three. Lots of soy boys. Four, five, six. Yeah. Is that six?
2: Shout one, two, three, four, five,
3: the six. Soy is palpable. Shut that guy right there. You can the smell and taste sweat. the
0: soy.
2: Just imagine the stench. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, I
0: tweeted, Elon didn't fire women. He asked who wanted to work hard. LMFAO. Because he put out this email where he was like, everybody, we're all going to be working really, really hard. If you don't want to stay, then take a three-month severance and get out. Yeah. And then uh, these are the guys who stayed late with Elon. However, there was a fact check. Oh, the fact check, I guess, has been removed. The birdwatch thing got taken down. And it said that it's not a before and after. It's just the comms team versus the engineering team. Which also made me laugh because once again it shows a very clear difference between males and females on the issue. Mm-hmm. The women are subject oriented. The males are are object oriented. But uh, the truth is, it is this image of the of all these women is from a tweet where a woman at Twitter says, "I'm leaving on November fourth. I'm quitting." So it quite literally is a woman being like, it's been fun. I quit. Here's a picture of my team. And then the picture of all the guys being like, we're staying until 2 a.m. to do hard
3: work. Yeah, my response to this tweet was, uh, the women on the left better learn to code (laughs) (laughs) automatically. Uh, And and you you do see a big, clear kind of difference. And obviously, there are different teams. And to answer your your question, Mary, uh, specifically, the misinformation team is gone, but the moderation team is still there. So Mm -hmm. there are a lot of people who have different kind of... Political belief systems that are aligned usually with their genders. We we saw uh, and and their kind of um, relationships. We saw during these latest midterms that one of the biggest voting blocks that voted for the Democrats were women that didn't have a partner, and those were people that came out and voted more than they previously have before. So so clearly there is a big kind of political shift and difference between these two pictures as well. And I think it's pretty clear to to see the difference uh, You can't leave these
2: chicks to their own devices, clearly. <laughs> leads, leads to disaster every time. Oh, man. I bet they feel aggrieved right now.
0: Aggrieved. <laughs> I, I did a segment on this. I was talking about how um, 56% of women prefer to be in the workforce, according to Gallup. 56 you know. What? 56%.
2: That's actually not that many.
0: Yeah, exactly. They were like <laughs> an all time high 56%. And I'm like, you're telling me that half of women don't want to be at work. Plus that's the women, crazy. the
2: women who report that they want to be in the workforce, but actually don't. That's, it's, that's it's probably, probably a, a huge
0: yep. percentage as well. Sub, uh, socially driven, subject oriented, et cetera. There's going to be a lot of huh. women who are like, I. I is it bogus yelling again? He's still again? yelling. Yeah. I feel the him. cat is at the studio door yelling because we, we he wants <laughs> yeah. to Should come I in. Should I
2: let him in? No.
3: Absolutely <laughs> not. No. Why? Because the <laughs> son of a gun woke me up at 7 o'clock in the morning. I'm pissed at him. And he he is. It's an AIDS he terrorist was just cat. hungry. That, that's what are you talking jerk. about? He's a he's a cat. Cat AIDS. Aids. What? Cat AIDS and taxoplasmosis is real. And talk, talk I, I so. just don't get along with that cat. I
2: have toxo. So. We have
3: super nice. No, he's Everybody not. Loves him. Absolutely not. We all love him. Absolutely yeah. not. Anyway, uh, about these women here.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. I was cat wondering ladies. also. Like Cat ladies. Thank you.
3: Taxoplasmosis, <laughs> A real thing. I want to know Look how many up.
2: mothers uh, report wanting to stay in the workforce. Mm. It's probably an even lower number.
4: Once they've started working.
2: I don't know. It's funny yeah. because
0: uh, we did a segment on this and the Young Turks did a segment mocking me, saying like, you know, I, I said I said of of the women that probably don't want... I, I can't remember exactly what I said, but I said there are probably some women somewhere who say they want to work but don't. And I was like very vague with it. And I was mm-hmm. like, they're going to be unhappy if they don't have families. And then the Young Turks did this huge segment where they were like, Tim Pool thinks women want to be stay-at-home wives or whatever. And I'm like, yo, Gallup <laughs> says they do. Like, as half of women do. But the reason I bring that up is because... Before COVID, the amount of men that were stay-at-home, stay-at-home dads, 1% to 5%. That's ridiculously low relative to women. Mm-hmm. So guys want to be out in the workforce. Women prefer to be at home, working at home, because it's... It, it, this is the craziest thing to me. This idea that, like, taking care of a house and kids isn't work. All of a sudden, now it's like, do you want to be at work or stay at home? It's like, well, they're both work. You know what because I mean?
2: Because it, it's only work if it benefits some third-party conglomerate basically right
1: yeah (laughs) just a quick observation about this this picture now that i'm looking at it 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 really it represents a different dimension according to which musk is challenging the system because there's the free speech dimension we're talking about but also like when you really think about how major corporations are structured it's actually borderline illegal to have a corporation that's set up to maximize efficiency and output in California, and it's borderline illegal, even at a national level. In it, many it is ways. illegal in California now. It's, it's illegal, no. but it goes to show. On one hand, you can look at the left side of the picture and say, probably useless. It's maybe a you know the project. It's the the project manager uh, massacre. You could call it. But on, but on the other hand. There's so many useless people that companies are somewhat obliged to hire in order to shield themselves from a whole range of legal liabilities that have been sort of built into the nexus between the corporate economic structure and the legal structure. And so there's this weird sort of phantom utility to having all of this dead weight in a company simply as legal protection and political protection Mm -hmm. from precisely these third-party NGO ADL-type rackets that exist to shake
4: down your company. Yeah, it's like an artificially inflated HR department. It's exactly
3: what it is, and a lot of people. A lot of these people don't work. We saw it from the TikTok no. videos. They're like, they do "Oh yeah, think- we're going for our morning mimosas, <laughs> and yeah. then we're going to support the the African American owned business, the vegan restaurant downstairs that right. caters for us. All the caterers are supposed to be there for us, but the office is empty. Wonder why? You want to pull this up?
0: Yeah, yeah. So this is. Uh, I don't Ooh. want to play it too loud. A tale of two different realities. Check out this video two guys on the right. I don't know I don't know what they're doing. They've, they're that's covered a, in... Oil rig.
3: oil rig. It's an
4: oil rig. They're just going to add pipe or take pipe away as it goes down. Oh, that's down. what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the guys do. It looks like they're really good at it. Look at that. They're covered nice in, in filth of some sort. The, just my, go into my the little guys lay down pod. the pipe.
0: Land <laughs> yeah. pipe. And on the left it's a woman who's talking about
3: going to her little booth and getting smoothies and... Eating Sick. her charcuterie boards Jeez. and having her wines and living a yuffy lifestyle and having her little meditation food. The world on the left is only possible
4: because of the world Foose on the ball. right. True.
3: yay! We have to play fooseball. Oh. Oh, now she get her safe space. Look at that. This is my farting room. I go in there and I. <laughs> yoga mats. Uh yeah. Look at that
0: yoga. Yeah, yeah. Yo, it's so disgusting disgusting absolutely seeing what these companies are and i've seen them firsthand i've been to google hq i've been i've been to their san francisco and new york offices their la offices it is absolutely insane it is it is daycare i can't even begin to describe it having <laughs> having come from a, a life where i've had look at that wine dispenser oh, like amazing. a red wine dispenser for for a plastic couple well, these guys
4: oh cool they got the corn working working
0: working the oil rig
4: on the roof, wow.
0: On the roof, can chilling. Can you get
4: better? How,
0: what can we do to get all these people fired from their jobs? I think Elon just did get, them
2: <laughs> no, Elon, get them
3: pregnant. Get them
2: pregnant. No, no, <laughs> they're just going
3: to go get abortions.
2: Paid <laughs> for which, which, by the company.
3: <laughs> paid for by no. Elon Musk. Elon Musk is allowing employees to get paid abortions. And yeah, it's paying right? for their travel. So Elon that's Musk is, a, is a part of this. He's, yes. he's funding it? Yes, Elon Musk is wow, funding his amazing. employees to go out of state to get abortions amazing I didn't so I, I again i mean it's a corporate fact check
2: on that yeah go uh, fact, oh, check. fact true, check yeah. it right now it, Fact it 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 right it now. tesla
3: right yeah tesla specifically but I, I, this is probably like going to be the same this women's is, abilities this is probably to, also going to be the same policy in california because in california it's probably mandated by yeah. law
2: women's ability to create and sustain life definitely makes them weaker in the workforce and mm-hmm. uh you either have policies like that or you're gonna hire women less you is, wonder
1: also how much, you know, what function these project managers types are really serving. There's the sort of legal shield, and there's also the morale question. You know, maybe they're just kind oh, of giving yeah. those guys on the right side of the picture something, <laughs> something to look at uh, yeah. after a hard four-hour coding session. The oh, you no, no, know, no, no. hold of, on, hold on.
0: That, 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 that was inappropriate, Darren. Four-hour coding session? These people don't code. And four <laughs> hours is way too much time for
1: them. These are, these are like... They might break a nail. No, no, I'm talking no, about the, 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 the right team. side of the picture with all of the engineer guys. Maybe yeah. the project managers are there for morale. They're like the pinups. Yeah.
2: That's so true.
1: Yeah, you know that... Because that, that,
2: they don't have wives to come home to.
1: And those mm. guys on the right, they wouldn't be able
0: to do all that hard piping work if it wasn't for you those see,
1: the Twitter the, employees. You see, the project managers go there for the smoothies. But the project managers are the smoothies for the coating. T- <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's so effing the, <laughs> the way
0: I was describing it earlier is that um, <laughs> the most important role, in my opinion, is the stay-at-home mom, or stay-at-home dad, if, it, dad wants it, if, it, if the dad's doing it, but the person who's actually protecting and taking care of the family. Because if a guy were to go out and fight a bear with his, with his own hands and, and take it down, for I, I, the question is, for what purpose? He's not. He's got, if he has no family, he has no one to protect, so what's the point of fighting the bear? If he's able to just take care of himself, he can eat badger, rabbit, and whatever else. He wouldn't be able to actually eat the bear. So the great conquests of the man who's going out and working hard is only for the family. And if there's no one there to actually help protect his family, then what's the point? Yeah,
3: raise, so, Raising the family is the most important job you could have in our society. Or who else is going to be raising them? But uh, they, they make it disrespectful. Yeah. So like when I say something like half of women
0: would prefer to be at home, the left gets offended by it. How dare you? We would be better served working $50,000 a year jobs for some multimillionaire in his factory. Like, okay, okay, I guess. I I don't think so. I think you'd be better served raising kids Mm. and having a family and teaching human beings
3: to exist but that's not what the state and central controllers want they want a bigger tax base they want a bigger base of sheep they want people that don't get to raise their children so the indoctrination centers get to raise them so the big social tech media platforms get to raise them so the televisions the boob tubes gets to raise them and when of course you have children raised by the state you have better sheep and that's of course what they're also looking for in my opinion
2: better that you don't have children at all though I You're do. just the last of your line of progeny.
3: I disagree, especially with the upcoming population collapse that's going to be coming and destroying and wrecking havoc on civilization, uh, which no, Elon I Musk also talks about that. as well.
2: I'm just saying I think the, the corporations... I think people should, have,
3: should be having children. No,
2: I do too. I'm no. saying the corporations would rather you not have children at all than mm-hmm. indoctrinate your children. Oh, well, yeah. Less think, trouble for them.
0: I think I'm going to take a class on how to build a, a, an electric motor just because... If there is a population collapse you know I'll, I'll 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 stop and I'll rephrase it population collapse is a terrifying thing if 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 you think about it the only reason I have a cell phone right now that can pull up videos and do all this crazy stuff is because there's tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of people who know how to do each and every one of these little things to make it right mm-hmm. there's a person who mines the, the raw materials the rare earths the, the metals mm-hmm. who uh, there's a company that makes the glass yeah so it's not you know like apple makes it or android makes it mm-hmm. then there's a company that makes the chips there's a company that makes the cameras it all comes together into this device if the glass company ceases to exist touchscreens are gone like what do you get plastic screen maybe with buttons if the rare earths are gone, well, now we got to source them from somewhere else, so we can't get that. If we lose access to these specialty positions, I'll tell you, if there's a population collapse, we will lose more than people realize because it is only because of the massive population that we're able to have such highly refined and, and powerful tools. Specialties, as there's more and more, more and more people, there's finer and finer specialties. Mm-hmm. You go back 500 years. Actually, you go back thousands of years. It was possible to, as, one, as a single person to know everything humans knew. Mm-hmm. Just being one person, like because there was so little knowledge. True. Now there's so much knowledge. There's no way one person could actually manufacture a cell phone by themselves, let alone a toaster. That famous TED talk where mm-hmm. a guy says, I tried to make a toaster from scratch. This is what it'll be like if population collapse happens. It'll be 100 years from now. You'll have a kid and you'll be telling a story about how we used to have small devices they were like cards and you'd touch it and you could make images appear you could control people on the screen on, on the screen you could move them around you knew where it was raining around the world mm-hmm. you could talk to anyone around the planet those kids are going to be like that's magic yeah you're going to be an old person like i swear we had this thing and you just look and there'll be like relics of it and the kids are like how do you even use it how does it even turn on you're like well The network's gone. The technology's gone. We lost it all. Forget about that. And to them, they'll hear the story, and then they'll tell their kids, magic... And then in 50 years, 60 years, the kids are going to be like, they used to believe in magic.
4: So dumb. Yeah, I know.
0: Forget about the
3: luxuries. The medical implications are also going to be very vast because there's not going to be enough young people to take care of the old people. There's going to be so many horrible effects, especially when it comes to the larger economic system, which is going to collapse, especially with the lack of people. Since, of course, economies grow with people, less people, less growth. Bigger collapse. Dude, well,
1: look Japan at- is a good yes, uh, so. test oh, yeah. for
3: all of this because, exactly. first of all, Japan is one of the
1: lowest, if not the lowest, fertility rates. All the places with the lowest fertility rates seem to be the most technologically advanced. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, other than you know the West and European countries that seem to have attempted to solve this problem by importing massive amount of people from the developing world, Japan has decided to uh, develop ro- robots to... Mm-hmm. Replace them, yeah. which may in the end turn out to have been a better choice. We you just don't know. Um
3: So
2: I don't think so. Well, China
3: is also doing something very similar. They have very weird robots that we can't talk about on the show that I brought up before that everyone here knows about. <laughs> but but China also is is facing a huge population. there are, there are, there are these yep. these
1: Boston Dynamics robots. Yep. They're terrifying, and I've been on good authority that actually there's an ulterior motive. There is that actually the Boston Dynamics robots are secretly programmed for a future in which it is a state law that everybody has to watch the Lex Friedman videos. Oh, <laughs> no. If you, no. No. If you don't watch the Lex Friedman videos, the Boston Dynamic robots will come and I got make so sure scared that for you did. Second. No, you have Boston- to watch at least three per month uh-uh. no, 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 to no. be in good uh, standards. Oh.
0: What happens is do it. the Boston Dynamic Robot shows up at your house and then a screen comes out of the head <laughs> and Lex Friedman Have you seen have And it's you he seen he seen just, it? and it just like following... <laughs> <it>. <laughs> you're being chased as the dogs are running after you with screens on their back and you're like... no. And they pin you down and it just plays the podcast. I don't want to listen. <laughs> yeah.
4: Meanwhile, Lex is just talking to you
1: quietly. <laughs> well, I don't... I, well, is like, you guys don't like Lex Friedman's show or what? I think he's fine. Yeah. I think it's fascinating. I Nothing for or against, but I think it's safe to say, it's fair to say that this is the most algorithmically driven phenomenon on mm-hmm. the entire internet. Mm-hmm. I hear so many stories of saying, I went to bed watching this on YouTube and I woke up and Lex Friedman was on. Really? It's like all paths lead to Friedman. And it's a very interesting thing. You You wonder sometimes how these... Uh, phenomena occur. Um, Maybe he's just such a great, charismatic interviewer that it's just manifestly obvious why he would, you know, be elevated to such a station with so many uh, interesting guests. Maybe there are other factors, but I I definitely think um, it's you know, I really think the Boston Dynamic Robots, they're they're made to enforce it. Maybe there's gonna be a SCOTUS decision, just like the Obamacare, they can force you to buy health insurance, they can force you to watch the Friedman videos. Um, there are all sorts of possibilities in the future.
3: I always get recommended to him all the time and I'm like, No, I just don't right. want to. Like all the time, nonstop.
4: Yeah, did yeah. they did they fall asleep watching Lex Friedman yep. or do they end up on Lex Friedman? That's also a good question to, to think they, about. they well. There you go. No no disrespect, Lex. It's all good. <laughs>
1: He's just spreading love. But it's nothing against him, but it mm. is weird. It is the most algorithmically driven thing on the entire internet. Remember that story about that, uh, that chick who lived in
0: the van? She put up two YouTube videos and mm. then got millions of subscribers. Oh, yeah. it, was, mm. uh, it exposes that there is absolutely an algorithm driving everything and controlling what you, what you see. Mm. And uh, my conspiracy theory is that the van life trend on YouTube... Was to try and convince millennials to not buy stuff and, mm. and to live in a pod, right? And to live in the pod, eat right. the
3: bugs. Yep, eat, eat the bugs and and not own anything. So, because pe- pe- people can't own homes now, it's right. you know their parents are telling them, hey, you should save up money and own a home. That's not possible for the average person nowadays with the salaries that yeah. they're having with no with how much uh, you know the price of real estate has increased. That's impossible. But you could have a van by the river. Like 50 right day, 60 or you day. could have some uh you know cryptocurrencies you could have some tether right some uh, tether. <laughs> right, right right darren yeah buy do we have time tether to t- watch some watch some
1: lex buy some tether <laughs> you know <laughs> get into a little geometric unity
3: theory there you go there you, know, you go just to- do we have time to talk about that uh yeah uh, your article because you wrote yeah, a very interesting on. article just about
1: this. the short and like you know like tim said there's been a lot of talk about tether for a long time but this piece that's up on my news site revolver.news it's generating a lot of buzz in crypto world and otherwise and i'll just lay out the basic data points and people can kind of decide for themselves uh it's a very weird story it's the third largest cryptocurrency in existence it's a stable coin, meaning that its value is not it's not mined in the way that Bitcoin is or Ethereum, that its its value allegedly comes from US dollar reserves backing the tether. It's never been fully or properly audited in its entire existence, which is weird given that its whole value is based on the fact that it allegedly has these reserves. And then if you look at the cast of characters behind Heather, one of them is a washed up child Disney actor called Brock Pierce, who was involved in all sorts of things, a weird sort of underage sex scandal that he got embroiled in. He was apprehended by Interpol in Spain. There is allegedly child pornography and all this stuff involved in the apprehension. He was not arrested, weirdly. And then he turns up as the founder of of this major cryptocurrency, which is a stable coin, which has never been audited, which defies the US Treasury Treasury in in various respects, and which just happens to be the official cryptocurrency of several US-backed rebel groups geopolitically, including the Rohingya rebel groups in Myanmar. And so the thesis adduced in this piece suggests that there could be an historical antecedent to the function that Tether may uh, fulfill, and that is the BCCI Bank, which is this bank set up by the CCA, uh, the CIA uh, to facilitate all kinds of money laundering operations and so forth. Um, but the cast of characters is really remarkable here. Of course, there is a Jeffrey Epstein connection, and so I encourage everyone to go and Look at it, and for crypto enthusiasts and experts, I welcome feedback. Where you know, are we uh, barking up the wrong tree or not? But so far, I've received extremely positive feedback from the crypto community in terms of Tether being a the, the, highly questionable proposition. The issue
0: with so many cryptocurrencies—they're clearly scams—and there's that uh, that that Alameda woman, Bankman-Fried's girlfriend. who I think yeah. she said something like. Crypto is just scams or something else. Like, it's like she's like, it's, it's all scams and right. something else or whatever and, like, drugs or something. Crypto is, I think, mostly scams, but that's not uh, to disrespect crypto itself.
1: It's that— Well, everything's pretty much a scam these right. days. What isn't a scam? Yeah. The but issue,
0: in, the issue yeah. is that there are people who are using crypto to scam, but there are absolutely amazing and legitimate cryptocurrencies. Sure, and the technology itself is incredible. So yeah. we have this story from Bloomberg. U.S. prosecutors opened probe of FTX months before its collapse. Sweeping inquiry examined crypto exchanges with offshore reach. Manhattan prosecutors recently changed tack as FTX unraveled. So they knew about this.
3: Yeah, how can they not? Right. This company came out of nowhere and had all the huge institutional money. Everyone was asking the question, where did they get all of this money? And the corporate media in response to this said... He's the new J.P. Morgan and Chase. He's a genius, and and no one had the receipts. No one knew what was going on here. Right. And uh, SBF was also given hundreds of thousands of dollars to the House committee members that are investigating him. I don't I don't see this this going anywhere except for a potential right. false flag being used here in order to bring in more regulations, bring in more control of what essentially would be a decentralized cryptocurrency, but now is going to be hyper focused to be a central bank digital currency that, of course, is going to be a part of the Great Reset. And build back better agenda, which they've been calling for for a very long time. And this is the way. This is the false flag that they're going to get it. Through.
0: I don't know, though. I feel like this stuff is shaking confidence in crypto. Absolutely. Well, if they want people to adopt a reserve crypto, this is not the way. A to do
3: federal it. reserve cryptocurrency, a digital dollar, is essentially what they want. They don't want everyone just on Bitcoin. They don't want everyone on. They don't want everyone on decentralized platforms. They want everyone on their platforms, so they could say, "Hey, cryptocurrency was bad because it was reckless and they had scams." We have a bigger scam here—the U.S. dollar for you. That's going to be getting the good principles from it, and we're not going to be doing the bad principles, even though we're—we really have all the bad. Make principles.
0: every transaction you ever have publicly available. Exactly. Yeah, people would not track like
3: that trace everything, automatically take money out of accounts like a social credit score system like they have in China. So this is essentially the end game here and central bank digital currencies are something that's being rolled out with the New York Federal Reserve just a couple of days ago. Uh, and we're seeing this with the G20 just announcing that they're going to have an international health passport that they're going to implement all over the world. So when we look at, you know, the, the scams in our society, there's a lot of them. FTX is just scratching the surface to all the right. bigger scams out there. And just and- including
1: perhaps Tether. And just as, as an addendum, uh, Alameda, the um, hedge fund uh, set up by Sam Bankman-Fried that's associated with the FTX scandal, they were the major backer of Tether. In fact, they're one of the two major uh, purchasers of tether on their exchange. And so there are interesting connections there as well looks like FTX was a kind of money laundering scheme to filter through the sort of Democrat machine and the Clinton overworld and tether may be a kind of BCCI which is used for sort of um, CIA Iran the new Iran Contra type operations uh, globally
3: yeah, that was an interesting uh, saga, the the BCCI scandal. Right? Um, can you expand on that just a little bit? Because I think that that's an important history lesson that we should kind of revisit, right. especially when it no, comes to understanding the larger kind of it, the the larger intelligence agencies and their involvement with the big banks. Right. and how they actually work together to screw you over. Right. The The reason these things are
1: important is that the, the government does not reinvent its own playbook, very often at all. And if there's an historical antecedent that serves an important function, you can pretty much bet that it still exists in some modified version. And so the fact that the BCCI existed in the 70s and 80s, which is a bank set up by a Pakistani allegedly, but it was probably set up by an intelligence agency. And it, you know, major scam. It screwed over its, uh, many of its depositors. It had a lot of shady figures, drug cartels, arms dealers, all kinds of shady folks working through it, operating through it. And then the question was, why was this manifest obvious scam allowed to function for so long, uninterrupted? Well, it's because the CIA was in on it and the primary beneficiary of it. And so that gets to the sort of crypto thing is like some scams are allowed to exist because they're uh, the scam of the most valuable player, so to speak. And... In a kind of darkly ironic twist, that may in fact end up being the saving grace of Tether and crypto more broadly is that there are too many major scams wrapped up into it that it's essentially too big to fail, at least on a medium timeline.
3: Yeah, Me and Tim were talking about this earlier today. If there was a way to destroy cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin and decentralized currencies, what would they be doing differently than what they're doing right now? And and I think it also provided a huge potential, and it still might in many aspects, of, of allowing people to have a lot of freedom. Barack Obama called Bitcoin the ability of human beings to have Swiss bank accounts uh, inside of their own pockets. I think that that's a power that threatens a lot of people. And I think r- what we're seeing with FTX, what we're seeing with SBF is a deliberate destruction of that power.
1: Right. But you do you, you don't really have that power if you're operating through an exchange on an exchange Absolutely. right yeah most so, exchanges are so also thing, honeypots as well exactly so like there are two different things there's the i guess and i don't mean this derisively there's a the nerd money kind of function of bitcoin which is like you have your own keys you do all these but it's a pain in the ass and people don't really want to do it and it's not grandma friendly is exactly but the scalable version of bitcoin um is replete with all of these scams and Again, maybe it's it's not going to fall down precisely because the scams are too valuable in the, in, the, in the specific case of Tether potentially being the new BCCI. It's literally the official cryptocurrency of the Rohingya rebel group in Myanmar, which is bizarre that a rebel group would have an official cryptocurrency, but that's the case. Um, It's beloved by the Syrian, uh, the the Sunni moderates in Syria that John McCain loves so much. It's beloved by cartels, which, of course, the U.S. intelligence agencies don't have any relationship with.
3: Yeah, it's not like they helped them get their start in Mexico with that secret police unit that they were training down there. They had right. nothing to do with that. Right. Well, you know? come
1: on. You guys, things think it's a
0: little
3: over the top. That's it's not a like, little it's not, out there. It's not like Barack Obama. It's not like Obama was giving weapons to the cartels. Exactly. <laughs> it's not like we had the Iran-Contra scandal that was laundering weapons and heroin and, and cocaine into the country and, and guns and it's, weapons, it's, you know? It's funny right. because
0: you see that meme where it's, it's like, okay, so look, I know the CIA was doing bad stuff in the fifties, the sixties, the seventies, the eighties, the nineties, the two thousands, the twenty tens, but nothing's changed. They never been held account, <laughs> and never been held accountable, right? So like, so
3: they're definitely, they definitely <laughs> yeah, right. changed. They're, they're definitely not <laughs> doing that now.
0: Yeah. Yep, that's a, that's, a, that's new management. Yes,
1: yeah,
0: and for and and you know, the way this country is going there's that, there's that uh, viral video of the dude in Arizona with the dreads and he's like yelling about ballot box number three in Arizona and all that stuff. Oh, that's a great video. And I'm just like, I'm watching that video and I'm thinking, the average person in this country does not like what the intelligence agencies are doing. So who are they serving but themselves? Now, maybe these people have the idea like, well, they don't know what's good for them. Okay, well, dude, like that defies the core of what this country is supposed to be. It's supposed to be dangerous freedom, not peaceful slavery. Just you, as an intelligence officer or whatever, deciding, you know what's best for us. You don't. And clearly, all of this luxury has been bad for us. It's created a whole generation of gluttonous morons. So maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe we need things to be a little bit less luxurious and people need to go out and chop some lumber to heat their homes. Maybe all of this luxury is just making weak people, which makes everything worse for everybody. And all we get is a bunch of whiny complainers and, um... What, what do Elon call them? Hall monitors.
4: Home monitors, yeah. I said a
0: nation of hall monitors.
4: Yeah.
0: yeah, there's only so much of an economy that you can make being a hall monitor, but that's, that's really it. Those guys who are working that oil rig we watched in that video a moment ago, those guys are doing hard work. Mm-hmm. The lady at Twitter, hall monitor. Vice Media, hall monitors. BuzzFeed, hall monitors. NBC News, hall monitors. That's all they do. They walk around complaining, co- contributing nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to do something about that. They're bogging us down. I want to post jokes.
3: I know. I want to post memes, yeah, without being yeah you know, afraid of getting censored, mm-hmm. or, or, or express political ideas or, or debate political ideas that might be a little edgy or controversial. I want to have the ability to talk through bad ideas, you know. And we 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 still let's be honest here. We're still testing the waters with Twitter. We still don't have that fully, and that's that's a shame because that's what we had before, and then we were led astray by the centralization of it all. And now the solution is going to be more centralization, which is absolutely absurd. You mean with Elon or what? More centralization as far as what's happening with cryptocurrencies, what's happening with uh, social media platforms being in the hands of less and less people. And, uh, you know, media outlets being in the control of less and less people yeah. as well. Everything's being centralized. So Weird,
1: like centralization minus censorship really was sort of the sweet spot because central- centralization allowed speech at scale. So that brief period in the internet when there were centralized platforms, major platforms, but before the speech crackdown post-2016 was really kind of the sweet spot. And maybe it just can't sustain it. Maybe the regime is simply incompatible with that level of free speech at scale. Maybe no regime is compatible, but certainly ours isn't, given how, um, how ridiculous and ultimately untenable it is. Um, And so when they say that, you know, Elon Musk is a national security threat, free speech is a national security threat, I think that's true in in quite a literal sense, is that if people are allowed to speak freely on the whole host of things that I'm, you know, not even able to mention now, um, that is... I don't think the regime can really survive it. Mm-hmm. And so it's an existential issue from their point of view. And that kind of illustrates the stakes uh, associated with what Elon Musk is doing. You know what You know what really
0: grinds my gears? I hear this all the time. People will tweet something like, tell me one time in history when the people censoring speech were the good guys. Because it's just like World War II. The United States? Yeah. Were we the bad guys? I don't know. Like the US had an office of censorship. Mm-hmm. But it's it's mm-hmm. like people just assume outright that there's that there's there's never a reason for controlling information. Of course there is, like in, in war and things like that. Mm-hmm. To your point, the intelligence agencies probably do think that, you know, we're in a constant state of conflict and we need to be able to control information if we're gonna win. But that can that conflicts with what this country is supposed to be. People having a right to choose. If they can't be informed, they can't choose. So this country is clearly already lost, if that's the case. But I will point out, in World War II, we had the Office of, office of Censorship, loose lips, sink ships, and uh, this was it. There were censors who would stop things from appearing in the newspapers and the radio. Censorship all over the United States, uh, the Federal Office of Censorship,
3: because we're at war. Well, you know, there's there's a logical approach to this, specifically when it comes to saying, hey, there's all these troops moving in this direction going here. Obviously you can't allow that kind of information during warfare because it's going to give the enemy the upper hand and it's not gonna, a, but, but, but 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 but
2: treason doesn't fall under free speech
3: No no, no. but it's but it's not that it's
0: yeah. that someone might be like I work at a steel mill and they just some crazy thing happened where the alarm went off today mm-hmm. that's the kind of thing they don't they, they, they loose lips sink ships wasn't just about telling people where our military was some people didn't know that it was about giving up information on on what you were doing to people who shouldn't know about it. Yeah. it they
3: wanted everyone to shut up. It's a fine line too because we're, we're you know, where do you draw the boundaries? Because, you know, in the you know, in the United States, we did have the Japanese internment camps. We did have the bombing of Dresden. We do have a lot of policies that we could definitely criticize the United States for, which we should have criticized, which criticism could have prevented, but that didn't happen because of that censorship effort as well. So again, where do you, where is that fine line? I think that's impossible. I don't know. Darren, do you have an answer?
1: Well, I think um, I think censorship and information control are necessary to any type of regime. I think the important issue is if the noble lie is necessary in in some degree, as you know the, the famous thing from the Republic. Uh, the problem is that we become a the ignoble lie, and it's less that oh, we want a total you know, free-for-all free speech is that fundamentally what America has come to represent, what I call the globalist American empire, is really um, you know, the wokeness uh, or whatever you want to call it really is basically the um, de facto official religion, the de facto official ideology of the United States. And once it's seeped that deeply into the marrow of the body politic, then... Anything that's set up to sustain the security of it ultimately just reinforces that ideology. That's the problem that we're in. Um, And that's not, per se, a problem of censorship as such. It's a problem of what the regime has become in its most fundamental sense. It is a non-theistic
0: religion. It's crazy. I mean, it's becoming more and more clear every day. Peter Boghossian was talking about it years ago now we can see we can see it clearer than ever. Yeah. All right, we're going to go to Super Chats. If you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button? Subscribe to this channel. Share the show with your friends. Become a member at TimCast.com. We're going to have a members-only show coming up around 11 p.m. And I think we're going to talk about some fashion company with handbags or something. Is that what it was?
2: Yeah, it was Balenciaga.
0: There you go. Controversial topic. controversial topic. Controversial topic, to say, to the, say least. the least. And uh, you can also do one more thing follow sargon of akkad on twitter because he's back after like five years and um it's sargon underscore of underscore akkad a-k-k-a-d or just go to my twitter at timcast and i tweeted out that he's back and you can follow him there he's probably sleeping he's in the uk but i'm really excited Sargon's Jordan so
2: based he red-pilled me like when i was so a go, little young in, like 14 <laughs> 15 years old
0: jordan peterson tweeted so, you know, something like "surprise to see you here, Sargon." So we're all excited that Carl Benjamin's back on Twitter. So uh, give him a follow. All right, let's see what we got. Kay says, "Please get the critical drinker on both Timcast IRL as well as Pop Culture Crisis." He's hey. the best movie critic and fighting the message from the woke entertainment corporations. Yeah, be fine. Sounds good. Oh, this is funny. This, Sargon got unbanned right before uh, the show yeah. started. Neo Unrealist says, Sargon Avakad is unbanned from Twitter right before show started. Yeah, it was like 30 minutes before. Man.
3: Yeah. A lot of people were tweeting about him and a lot of other people as well. I mean,
0: for him, it's been, it's been five years. It's yeah. like watching, you know, the corpse come out of the ground, like, when <laughs> you're like, he's back, yeah. He's gonna dust off the phone. <laughs> yeah, right. Yep. I mean, he's been doing his thing, but... It'll, it'll be cool to see him back in the conversation.
4: Yeah, I just I just watched a, part of his Lotus Eaters pro- program. He did a thing about millennials and Gen Z stuff, and it was like the old Sargon, where he was just talking to and sitting yeah. down and chatting, which was cool to see. So it's funny he's back right now. It's great. Oh, yeah. All of our super chats are Sargon
0: unbanned. Sargon <laughs> unbanned. That. Wow. William Nichols says, You're shadow banned. I recorded it for proof. That's right. This show is. Yeah. And it is insane that despite the fact that we are shadow banned, uh, you guys still watch. And it's it's It's, it's weird i mean we're in a weird place this show should be trending every night based on how many views we get yeah never does and uh, maybe maybe not every single show i'm being a little hyperbolic but uh, never does. yeah yeah all right mind of madman says no notification and i believe in clank and beanie supremacy (laughs) well all right no notification how about that shout out clankers yep Rob says, Tim and Co, I'm setting up a Ligma Johnson candle e-store. Thank you for the inspiration. Another thing you've inspired me to do, and I look forward to your order. You know what you're thinking of doing is, uh, I I tweeted out a piece of land in West Virginia. It's like 180 acres. And I was like, this could be the Ligma Johnson woodland preservation. We could actually, like, allocate plots of ownership, you know, and you get a little card.
3: Fake Ligma Johnson lords?
0: Yeah. It's interesting because like the price per square foot is actually not that expensive. And then you could, you're not really a lord. We wouldn't do that. But you'd have like, you know, it, we could create a public park and then it would be owned by the people who own the square footage. And that could be a lot of people. You're an official Ligma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you, get, you, get, you, you can be, uh, uh, I don't know, what, what kind of title do we give? Can't you a still Baron? buy stars? Ligma like Richard?
2: You could name a couple of stars, Ligma like Johnson. Who,
0: who has the right to the stars? That's a good point, though. You could not find stars. out
2: eventually. I don't know. What
0: if we just like all of these programs, like go to a star buying company and then just buy <laughs> as many stars as possible and name them all Ligma Johnson? And they'll start giving them numbers like Ligma Johnson
2: no, 9C3. Ligma
3: Dixon. <laughs>
2: Ligma Richards. Other ones will be Sugma. Uh, what else? Sugma. Uh, Sugma. I can't think of other ones. Tugma, leave it in the chat, y'all. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> some I know they know. They
3: are, and they they definitely have good. Uh,
2: okay, thanks, answers. guys.
0: All right, DD Megadudu says, "Hey, Tim and crew, I would like to know if Luke's nuclear bazongas implants are still up for grabs." I, I what have them popped? Mary, yeah. <laughs> I'm asking you and wondering if she followed through. Yeah, I walk in and it's on the floor and it's leaking <laughs> all over the place. Uh, you know,
2: I did mention it just for the record, but I I didn't actually ask because they're damaged. Why, you goods wanted now. you wanted them first. He wanted so them. Not we now. are.
3: You were asking about them. We are going to
0: uh, be giving out those as well as the posts from Milo. I mentioned we're, we're 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 bogged up because of the holiday. So a lot of people are already heading out, getting ready for Thanksgiving. Some people have to travel. I'm not even sure if we're going to be able to do our Wednesday show because everyone's traveling to thanksgiving dinner nobody wants to drive on thanksgiving morning so we'll just have to figure it out but that also means that like no one's going to be here so this is just one of those weeks where very little ends up happening you got to get the chicken in here i'm not bringing a chicken in everyone keeps trying to get me to bring the chicken get, in here and i'm like take a dump on the floor look i love <laughs> the chicken's will. clearly roberto junior is a man's man you know he's tough but he will take a dump on the floor, and I, how are you, you going to get that out of the carpet? You get a steam cleaner in here, and
3: you know it's fine. It's worth it. Uh, Mary, will, will you be here? Uh, I say for, do the show. I need something to watch. Wait I'm for Wednesday up. or yeah. for
2: episode six six six. Wednesday, uh, which
0: would be episode 666. No, no. no, no. If there is no, a Wednesday, it? if if we do the show on Wednesday, know. Monday will be six six six. If mm-hmm. we don't, then Tuesday Got will be six six six.
2: I think you yeah. should leave Monday for six six six.
0: Why Monday? Why?
2: It's better than doing it... You just don't want to work.
0: See, women don't want to work. No, no, no. no. She's saying we should do the Wednesday show, but the issue is I don't know if we have anybody here. Yeah. Mm. and Yeah, it's... I mean, I don't like taking shows off, but there's all... Like, Ian and Luke are going to be gone. Yeah. And so, you know
4: could just have you monologue like the old days.
0: We can just turn the camera on and eat turkey and you can watch us eat turkey.
3: Bring on a member of the members area. Well, I mean, I think, uh, Mary, you're here.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah. So Hannah Montana. She's also here. Hannah Montana. We can grab a couple people. We'll yeah. figure some out. What? But if we don't do the show, that means
0: Tuesday is 666 <laughs> and we have an awesome guest on Tuesday, which I'm yeah. excited about having for 666. That'd be
4: worth it. I think
0: save it. But that means like, uh, I don't like doing, not working for three days is going to make me lose my mind.
4: <laughs> yeah, true.
0: I'm going to be sitting you there on Wednesday, like that. shaking, like, what's happening? Need to talk about stuff. And I'll start, I'll start talking to the cat. I'll be like, Bucko, let me explain to you what's you going already on. Do, man. You could have him. No, no, no. Like, I'll start <laughs> monologuing to him, like, I need to tell someone. I'll look into his eyes and then it'll travel into, the, into hell and then all the demons will be watching. All right, let's read some more. All right, Bobby says, Elon's remarks on Alex Jones are inexcusable. Let's stop acting like Elon fanboys. You know, wow. th- th- there, there's the question there, right? Take the win. I agree with you on Alex Jones. I, I think it's it's BS. I, and, and and Darren said the same thing. He should not have gone there. He should not have said it. What are you going to do? Are we going to be like, well, let's forego the entire victory we have on all of these things. Sargon being back on Twitter of all people, you know, no, nah, I'll take the win. I'll take the win. I will let Elon know. I, I find his statements incorrect, mo- uh, morally uh, wrong and objectionable. And then what are you going to do? You know, we're better off.
2: I mean, he's accusing Alex Jones of weaponizing the death and trauma of children and their families yet he himself is using his own trauma of the death of his child as as a bludgeon
0: well i guess you know i understand what he's saying right he's like alex jones exploited this he suffered it you know what i mean Mm. and Uh but but either way it's just it's a it's an emotional thing i just don't agree raymond g stanley jr says me tell me you're from the city without telling me you're from the city tim A man can kill a bear by jamming his arm down a bear's throat. I didn't mean that literally, Raymond. I was joking. I made a point early where I was like, if a guy's going to go fight a bear and kill him with his own hands by, like, punching him in the throat and holding his arm, causing the bear to choke and then killing it, I didn't literally mean someone would do that. My point was that a a man is not going to defeat a bear with his bare hands. Like, there are some stories about it happening, but it's never like a grizzly or anything. No,
4: it's always a black bear.
0: I'm talking about... The point I was trying to make is the grand story of the man of David versus Goliath is pointless if there's no family. Mm-hmm. Like a dude does not need to kill the 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 emperor stag of the forest that weighs hundreds of you know thousands of pounds or whatever, because what is he going to do with it? He's going to be like, well, it's dead. No, like the the conquest is always in support or saving of someone else. Mm-hmm. So but he my might point.
2: he might be revitalized to code for another few hours if there's. An attractive woman working in the HR department. That's all.
0: I think that's true, actually. Like, I, how my, I, I'd be willing to bet that. That if you, I think this is fairly obvious, okay? That if you take two guys and ask them to you know, work out, and we're going to track how many reps they can do until they have to stop. I bet if you took two guys and put them in a gym and said, do as many lifts as you can until your arms are too sore to move, if you then brought a woman in, a very attractive one, they'd probably start lifting again. Mm-hmm. They'd like, they'd find, they, but for real though. A second wind. And it's and it's not a statement on like magic or anything, it's a statement on just what human beings are. The guy's going to be like, oh, I'm going to do it, you know, like give yeah. him a reason, give him a, a physical reason. More importantly, I've read those stories about women who have lifted cars off of their kids. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we know that humans do things for other humans. Mm-hmm. This is the way, it is. that's cool actually. Reading a story, like a kid got hit by a car, and the and the mom, she's like five five. She like lifts the car up, and yeah, like tears she, her muscles, but she doesn't care. She's like, "I will save you."
4: Yeah, she like compressed lip, like vertebrae in her back. Right, it was wow, a crazy dude, story cool. like that. Yeah,
0: I wa- I remember watching a story about a guy who got crushed by a boulder, and then he lifted the boulder off of him, dude, and it was like, man, it was like seven hundred. I, I don't know how heavy it was, but doing so tore his muscles. He like put so much strain into doing it, okay. and they were saying like, your muscles actually have. Five times more lifting capacity, but they destroy themselves in doing it. Mm. So that's why they're, like, limited. Mm. So, you know, we're actually pretty strong. Stronger than we know. Everybody was super chatting. Carl is back on, on Twitter. I'm glad we didn't notice because we made a lot of money off people trying to tell us. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you for the super chats. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm, I'm stoked to see Carl on, man. I'm, I'm really excited for that. It's, it's great. He's, he's, he's amazing. Lotus Eaters podcast is fantastic. Yeah, it is. Biko says, is Timcast interested in hiring pop culture writers? If so, what would be the best way to apply? I don't know, and I don't know. I guess Mary's in charge of that.
2: Yeah, I'm in charge. You should DM (laughs) me on Twitter. There you go.
0: Yeah, you know, she's on Pop Culture Crisis. That's their their uh, purview. All right. AK Storm says, Tim, please ask Mary about the BDSM teddy bears marketed to children she covered on Pop Culture Crisis today. Truly disturbing. We'll That's talk for about the that after show, yeah, we'll talk about in the we're after show. go off. yeah, we'll make it. we'll we'll get we'll get right into it. That'll be really, really good. All right. Pinochet's helicopter tour says, well, Tim, Google really didn't like your four o'clock video, and I can confirm it. I saw that and I was like,, Whoa, oh, what does that mean? Well, the good news is the video I put up at four pm is that the Arizona Assistant AG is refusing to certify the election. It's is true it's just, it's in the news, it's happening. Mm-hmm. It is, uh, it's doing really well. People are able to get it, but it is demonetized. So uh, there you go. Hmm. Which means I'll make probably, I don't know, 20 bucks off of uh, <laughs> that, that video for the day. So, you know, it is what it is. I'll take 20 bucks, you know what I mean? But that's, that's, that's like erasing the revenue off of it, you know?
3: You're making 20 bucks? <laughs> I want 20 bucks. I'm not even getting that.
0: This is why we shifted focus to doing... Uh, Timcast memberships for the company mm-hmm. because you've got activists trying to take your ads away, and because YouTube's trying to take your ads away. So I also this is this is this is a thing too. I've picked up uh, we start, I started doing established titles to sponsorship on the Timcast channel. I normally don't do ad reads on because they're demonetizing everything. So I'm like, okay, let's play that game. Demonetize Shadowban, whatever. People who want to watch my content are going to watch it. Um, I'll, I'll sell my own ad if you're not going to run ads against it, and so that makes up the difference. So. We're, we, we will We will always find a way. We're not going to let censorship get us down. The one free man says, odd how all tech platforms laying off thousands of people in unison. Elon said Twitter was hemorrhaging $4 million a day. What was keeping them afloat until Elon bu- burst the bubble? Was someone subsidizing them in exchange for censorship? No, it's that a bunch of advertisers pulled off the platform when Elon moved in because they're biased lunatics. Mm. And so then they start losing money. However, I do think something interesting is happening in, in, in terms of all these layoffs because we're seeing a bunch of ad buyers say that there's like they're, they're cutting down on sponsorships and marketing firms are saying there's less money to go around. So the reporting that I heard is that next year there's going to be a major eco- economic downturn.
4: Uh, Where would you hear that?
0: I just scuttlebutt on Twitter.
4: Yeah, con, you know, yeah, yeah.
0: I, I, I saw that really funny uh, uh, Twitter account. It was uh, Inverse Kramer. You ever see that one?
4: Oh, yeah. I have to Whatever
0: Jim Cramer says, do the opposite. Yeah, 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 And then they show everything mm-hmm. he was wrong about. Mm-hmm. And they're like, if you do the opposite of what he says, you get rich. Yeah. It's like uh, uh, Inverse Cramer is like George Costanza when he d- decided to do everything opposite. Phoenix Ammunition says, we've sent several appeals to Twitter to be reinstated and so far nothing. We never actually broke a rule in the first place. Elon, please help. Y'all guys should tweet about Phoenix Ammunition because they were unjustly banned from Twitter. Were they?
3: Yeah. They're, they're cool guys.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: They do good stuff. Stuff. Yeah.
0: They're the ones who did the website where when you wanted to buy ammo, it asked you if you voted for Joe Biden. And if you put yes, it kicks you out of the website. I think it sent <laughs> you to like... Um... His gun control page or something.
4: Yeah.
0: That's <laughs> He's like, we don't need your money.
4: That's a Phoenix with an F-E-N-I-X. Yeah,
0: F-E-N-I-X. Good guys. Fire burns. people says, went to start watching Timcast IRL tonight and was not in my subscription tab or on the channel page found... Found it on my homepage under the live tab. Isn't that something? Uh. isn't that something, huh?
2: That was that the, the same thing happened to me. I was going on my phone to the channel and I couldn't find show. it.
4: Yeah. Yep, it happens a lot. Been, yeah,
0: man, I, I got to tell you, if you guys didn't like watching the show, like it, we would have been annihilated by YouTube censorship a long time ago. Yeah. There, if 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 we were, if we were like Lex Friedman, as as Darren described it. We're the we're the inverse of Lex Friedman. <laughs> like the way he describes it is people are just stumbling. Maybe that's what YouTube's doing. They're like, get everybody to watch. Everybody who watches Tim RL, go watch Lex Friedman instead. So we're getting punished <laughs> in the algorithm, but people are like, YouTube, stop! I want to watch this show. And then meanwhile, people are waking up and they're watching Lex. Well, mm-hmm. that's I don't know if that's actually true.
1: I got not no just beef with Lex. Speculation. No, it's nothing against Lex, but there there were conversations that uh, that our friend Susan uh, of of YouTube. Uh, was having, and basically people were criticizing her for not doing a full-on ban of Ben Shapiro. Mm. And her defense of that was saying that we've run a lot of studies on it, and they've shown that Ben Shapiro is actually a very effective stopping point. That is to say, he serves a very important de-radicalization function. And for that reason, I think... um, you know, there's a real utility to the Susan Wozniak or whatever. Whoa, Jackie Wojack Whoa, Jack. Jack. Wojc- <laughs> Wojc- Susan. But uh, there's a real utility to the uh, to the censors say that look, these people are an off ramp. They're deradicalizers. They'll go and they'll watch Lex Fridman, and in many cases. And again, nothing against these people personally, but there is a kind of fool's trade whereby a certain type of talking head will earn your trust by saying controversial things like boys have penises and girls have vaginas. And in exchange for that trust... shove down orthodoxies on everything else down your throat. And that is a very important de-radicalization effort. And there's a whole cluster of people who may fit that description. And I think it's fair to say that um, the Lex phenomenon may be adjacent to
3: to all of that, or Ben Shapiro, you know, telling yeah. people to take medical procedures. Um, also, right. Ben Shapiro gets a lot of his traffic from Facebook. Overwhelmingly, a well, lot. Well, he has a, That's the
1: Daily Wire. I've, yeah,
3: I've heard. Well, if you look at the number one shared kind of articles on Facebook, yeah. it's usually Daily Wire. It's no, it's ben again
1: Daily Daily Wire is the Lex Fridman of Facebook, <laughs> and mm. and it's not accidental. I, I I've heard. I'm not going to say for a fact, but I've heard on good authority Shapiro has a great relationship with Zuckerberg. And they've had the great relationship for a long time. And again, it's there's a utility to having Ben Shapiro, who's very reliable on the key things, being basically as right-wing as you can be and not punished by the algorithms. Right. There's a utility to that in terms of how the larger conversation is controlled.
0: Well, speaking of that, we've got Chris Toast, who says, show is hidden from my feed on both Android and desktop. Oh, that's amazing. Then we have, uh, what is this right here? Sergeant Wolf says, Hey, Tim and crew, I'd figu- I figured I'd chat and let you know that the show was not in my feed, not on my home screen or subscribed, uploaded feed. Had to go to the channel and find it there. Yeah, Really interesting. It's, it, we're getting more messages than normal. So yeah. share the URL on every single platform. Twitter, how about that? Post it to Twitter where you're allowed to have, make jokes again. And uh, hopefully, the, the the hope I have is that if enough people who watch this video share the URL every time it goes live, no amount of censorship will stop a natural phenomenon of people saying, check this show out. Because clearly they're trying to stop us. You know, part of me is like, oh, you know what? If we finally get banned, I can go take my van down by the river and just go fishing. Not have to worry about it. But, you know, for the time being, we're here to fight the culture war. And it looks like we're winning. So they're gonna, they're, there's going to be the death rattle. There's going to be the, 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 the panic attacks. YouTube's going to lose its mind. They're not happy about it. The reason why say, Elon Musk buys Twitter. The reason why these changes are happening is because we have not stopped pushing back and demanding free speech, calling out the lies in the machine, and they wish we would just roll over. So it's a a little thing we can do. But I say the same thing of Steven Crowder. You know, they, 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 they keep giving him strikes on YouTube, watch his show on Rumble, watch Lotus Eaters, watch the quartering. And then just share all the content. It's the most powerful thing you can do. They can't censor it if everyone just keeps sharing. It's like whack-a-mole. They can't do anything about it.
3: I think that's one of the reasons I still exist, <laughs> you know, dealing with all the crap. I think it's viral marketing. We don't even right. do any regular marketing. It's you guys sharing the, the videos.
0: Yeah, they, they YouTube's not re- recommending us. Yeah. YouTube recommends our videos to only people who are already in that bubble.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. People still tell me they get unsubscribed from the channel when they never unsubscribed. So... Again, lots of crazy things happening here. The Ass
0: says, hey, Lucas, I bought a shirt from your website, never got a return email. I messaged you via Instagram, so help me out. Also love the work that y'all do.
3: Yeah, you should be able to message the company that you bought it from, and they'll send you a tracking number. You should, if you have any problems, also, if you have any, sometimes, you know, rarely this happens. I get a message, someone saying that the graphics weren't that well. You could get a new t-shirt right away after emailing the company that, of course, did all the processing. So if you have any problems with quality or shipping, reach out to uh, either Teespring or another company we work with, and they... Usually solve all your problems right away.
0: Ian Kenny says Kanye was hanging out with Milo Yiannopoulos. Said he's running for president in 2024, and Milo will be his campaign manager. Yo.
3: I saw that. Is that true? I saw the video. <laughs> There's an actual <laughs> yeah, video that. of a random guy filming outside, and Kanye's like, "Yay!" He's like, "Hey, coming inside." And he's like, "Oh, he's, he's Milo's there," and and that's what Kanye said. He's running. What Yay Ye said? Yeah, uh, Yay 2024. <laughs> all right. Okay, let's see.
0: What is this one? Uh, Tact Tacty Platty says, "Tim, Mary is a far better co-host than Ian for this show as well. Not cringe half the time and doesn't say upsetting things.
3: Please
2: upsetting have her on more." Uh-huh. What does Ian say that upsets you so much?
3: Hey, Mary is great, but so is Ian. Ian, I think, adds another component to the show that that mm-hmm. is very rare and is awesome, and I think is needed. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, pissing
2: I, people off, upsetting them.
3: Well, <laughs> I think he's he needs to, people need to do that. People <laughs> yeah. like it, it no, shouldn't I be it. it shouldn't be a circle. You know what? A circle of it, of jerks. Uh, of, that yeah, patting yeah. each other on the back. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're we're not here for that. We're here to we're we want to hear uh, you know opinions that are not ours, and Ian provides that, and he I allows us to have conversations with
2: you more if that's what you want.
3: Yeah, sure. No, it's, it's but, but, good. no Look, but he's being real. He's being, you know, I, I believe he's being genuine. There's, mm-hmm. there's, there's, there's several instances where Ian has
0: brought up very bad points and also where he's brought up very good points. Mm-hmm. When we were talking about the lockdowns and stuff and why we didn't think the government should be able to lock things down, he said, what about an airborne Ebola? Like, where's the line? Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, okay, like, let's entertain, like, let's talk about that because we're all very much opposed to the government lockdowns. But then, And then we sort those things through. If, if we all just agree with each other, our, your ideas aren't strengthened. Like, you, you actually need someone to contradict, even if it's not always a good argument. But the other thing, too, is, uh, well, I, I guess that's it. It's simply put, right? Yeah. You, you need some kind of uh, challenge. But uh, I'll add one more thing to it. Some people comment, they're like, Ian doesn't know about this stuff. Why is he on the show? And it's like, that was always the, the reason why I asked Ian to be on the show. I was mm-hmm. like, we need someone who's going to be like, what is that? I don't know what that is. Yeah. So to give us an opportunity to explain it. Because when we started this show, I, didn't, I, I, I assumed most people would not have the deep political knowledge that we do, and, and we don't know everything either. But the point was to have someone who's going to be like, what do you mean Joe Biden did that? Oh, let me explain. Because it, the assumption is if Ian, who's not overtly political, doesn't know, there's a lot of people at home who don't, and we want to make it more accessible. Yeah. But again, Ian and those semantic arguments, Ian, come on, buddy. Semantic arguments, they don't go anywhere. You we guys did, are both great. We did a a live show, and then, you know, we had, like, Ian was there. We were jamming, and then someone asked something about Ian, and then I I said, you know, Ian comes up with really great points, a bunch of, uh, often, we often disagree, but those semantic arguments, and then everyone in the crowd started clapping and cheering,
4: (laughs) and then Ian was laughing. I probably
2: disagree (laughs) with Ian about 99% of things. Yeah,
4: but everyone in the chat knows Ian rolls 20s. It happens. Yeah, he's pro-death penalty, and he's pro-choice. Yeah, wild. And pro-acid. It's like a weird combination
0: of things, you know? Like, typically, liberals, like, I'm not saying Ian's a liberal, but liberals are like anti death penalty, pro choice. Mm. But Ian's pro choice and pro death penalty. At least
2: he's (laughs) consistent there. Yeah, right. You know, know, it's
0: all right, man. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Let's see. Uh, Fair Frozen says the men are covered in hydraulic mud, a liquid prepared with soil, water, and glycol and other aggregates used to inject into the drill it acts as a barrier between gas escaping from the well tap oh that's right i remember Ooh, that interesting yeah yeah all right noah zork says are there non-farting rooms <laughs> we should set up a fart booth in the basement and it's just like if you have to fart you got to go in the booth that'd be hilarious and it's just got like a, an air freshener
3: like, brr, like fan going <laughs> We'll call it the fart booth. Most air fresheners are scams. Um, what? What does that mean? Do
2: they give you cancer or something?
3: They like mess up your uh, your endocrine, endocrine system. System, yeah, yeah, I've heard that before. They, they, oh. They're horrible. I, every time I see it, just trash right away. Especially those little uh, those little trees. I think those are the ones. Especially they call like out. like for breeze and all these other stuff. Yeah, horrible right. for you. Absolutely mm-hmm. destroys like uh, your, your physical body.
0: Hmm. So what is this? uh,
3: Tag, uh Fuchi says Apple
0: deleted all their tweets and pulled ads. Head of the App Store deleted their account. They might pull the Twitter app. This, as Elon finally removes exploitation from the platform. Uh, yup. Yeah. Did hmm. Apple really remove wow. all their tweets?
2: Before Steve Jobs uh, died, I know that they. I huh. know Apple was. Yeah, Apple's account. Good empty. about preventing child exploitation on the apps on the App Store. Wow. But then ever since then, it's been less uh, enforced.
0: Hmm. Hermes Bird says this guest sounds exactly like DeSantis. It's uncanny.
1: <laughs>
2: do
0: people tell you that darren that you sound like Ron DeSantis? i've never it. heard that before some some of the when I, when I saw that i was
4: like yeah a little bit like i can hear something aren't you in florida right now miami oh uh, yeah we we're talking about it before the show that's correct i think
1: they just mean i'm very tired ah uh, yes that <laughs> explains it <laughs> people are mentioning balenciaga
4: is that what it's called balenciaga. balenciaga balenciaga there you go there you go is it c or g what I think in Italian the Caesar sound, right?
2: It's not an Italian brand. It's it was founded by a Spanish man and it's headquartered in France.
4: Oh. Oh. You
0: learned So something so it's, if day. it's French then it's probably just b. <laughs> it's
2: not it's not French though. It's Spanish.
0: Have you ever seen that viral video about the French language where it's like a ta 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 ta? ta 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 Yeah, cuz they were like all of these words are the same thing. It's like ta ta and they all mean something different. It's like, okay. I guess it's just a tongue twister, though. You know what I mean? Like, we have those in English. We do.
4: We have the same. Yeah. Raina Rhino Bada says. Bota. Bota. Bota? Is that what it says? It's an Afrikaans name.
0: Oh, there you go. He says, Good morning from South Africa, where I always find your shows in my feed. Hey. That's cool. Interesting. What's up, Ugandit? Jason Lippert says, I'm in Canada, have no issues finding show. Do you need a tissue there? Do you, do you uh, speak, do you
4: speak Afrikaans? I do to the most, but my parents will say I don't. but that's Oh, really? <laughs>
3: yeah.
4: yeah. What, what is it like, Dutch and English something? It's basically Dutch. Yeah. Uh, it's like more like old Dutch because <laughs> we didn't get uh, influence from like the Spanish taking over Holland and then, you know, creating the masculine feminine in Dutch now. But essentially, really? it's like old Dutch. Yeah. Oh, wow. Little known. Well, how about
0: that? All right. Nate B says, how do you know you aren't a stopping point, Tim? I think we are. I've I agree. talked about this, too. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've been saying for a while that the reason uh, YouTube probably tolerates us more than other shows is because they view us as a de-radicali- de-radicalization force or something. Or, or, or the way I put it is, YouTube wants to ban the right. But they know that if they do, the right will go somewhere else. So they need to allow certain channels to stay on the platform so that if they ban, so if they ban half of them, the users will stay. And then they force them into a into this particular ideological bubble. Mm. I've long talked about that. It's not going to change my opinions on things, I guess. But I will say this. Smash that like button. Subscribe to this channel. Share the show with your friends. Become a member at TimCast.com because we're going to talk about this creepy story with the uh, was it balenciaga
2: yeah balenciaga has, balenciaga uh, bdsm um, teddy bears in their new ad That's campaign and court with documents. children
0: and court documents pertaining to child exploitation yep. really weird we'll talk about that Ugh. over at timcast.com so become a member we're gonna start re- we, we usually start recording right after we wrap and then we, we upload as soon as we're done you can follow the show at timcast IRL. you can follow me at timcast uh smash the like button and darren do you want to shout anything out
1: revolver.news check it out very very hot tether piece the next ftx but bigger a lot of people are talking about it and so check it out are you on twitter i am on twitter at darren j Beattie.
2: you can find pictures of me on instagram at mary archived you can read my inane thoughts on twitter also at mary archived um, and you can subscribe to Pop Culture Crisis on YouTube if you're interested in us talking about entertainment, celebrities, movies, etc. over there. Not not political, but more fun. Mm-hmm. So go subscribe over there.
0: When you when you super chat on Pop Culture Crisis, money guns fire money into the air. Yeah. So yeah. It doesn't
2: phase me anymore. Like <laughs> I, I just barely even notice it, but it scares the guests a lot. That's
3: cool. That's She's great. Shell shocked you'll be okay Darren I'll never be the same this is awesome thank you so much for coming I always appreciate when you're on Uh, my YouTube channel is youtube.com forward slash we are change I'm getting absolutely screwed over there but I do work very hard I just got a new video out there about all the craziness in the world Uh, we are change on YouTube and uh, uh, Elon Musk is promising a video platform on Twitter Uh, Luke we are change on Twitter
4: Totesia, it's Malford Gaunt, to Mianza, and uh, I'm Serge.com. See you guys next time. We need a tissue first. We will see uh. you
0: all <laughs> over at TimCast.com. Thanks for hanging out.
4: Cheers.